Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Hey, it's a little cool and wet outside as you wake up this morning. The furnace is probably kicked on and you're project list may have just changed a little bit from what you had in mind for this Saturday morning. We're starting to see those days of unpredictability as far as being able to plan out what we're going to do out in our yards or gardens or outside of our homes. Lots of leaves came down yesterday. Gutters are clogging up and overflowing. I know I've got to go do a little maintenance on mine today. So let's put that one on the list. Hopefully your roof didn't start leaking with the rains that we received. So what projects do you have for today or the coming week and how can I help? Hey, I'm Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Thanks for being with us this morning. I appreciate you waking up with us. The number to call in today for your questions. No guests in the studio today, so you are the guest, just you and I. But unless you grab your phone and punch in 208 Three three six three seven zero zero. We'll never be able to talk. Two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero. Another way, if uh, absolutely and only if necessary, you can send an email. Uh, doesn't guarantee that I'll get to it on the show. It depends what else is going on. The phone, the live callers get preferential treatment, of course. Two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero, or. You could send an email to joe at joeprin.com, P-R-I-N, spell that out, joe at joeprin.com, and uh, I can read that during one of the breaks, hopefully, and still get an answer to you. So if you send an email, you got to listen to the rest of the show, because I never know when I'll get to that. Uh, also, that is where you will find the trusted resource list with the names and the phone numbers and the the people and a few of the uh, email addresses or website addresses for not only all of the sponsors that you hear on this show. So when you say, hey, I, I need a number of a garage door repair person, the spring in my garage door broke, and I need a guy to come out and fix that. So go to that list, and there you'll find Garage Door Store Boise and uh, Kevin and his phone number and all that. So that's all on that list. It's all free to you, and uh, you can download it or just look at it. It does evolve and it does change as people come and go from the program and uh, the business community. If somebody's not there anymore, we take them off the list. Or if there's somebody really great that I run into, I may add them to that list. So if you haven't updated it in six months to a year, you might want to print out and stick the new one to the side of your refrigerator. And uh, that's how we work it here. So give me a call if you have questions, 208 336 Zero zero is how you do that. As we were uh, looking at this rain yesterday, I was down at work and all the internet that we have at the in the building went out, and uh, you know it just got me thinking. There's probably there's probably a little power blip, some kind of a power outage. Every time it just kind of blinks or something, the we have to reset some stuff and wait for it to all come back on, load up, and everything. But when power does go out, uh, it can usually be caused in situations like this. Trees get wetted down real heavy and there's still leaves on them and branches are snapping and 
taking down some power lines, and uh, then a, a section of the grid uh, goes dark for a little while. So when power does go out, it reminds us how much of a uh, embedded part of our life it really is. We kind of forget that a lot of these things are relying on power now that so much is cordless or wireless. You just kind of forget that it it does still use power. And when you recharge things, and that, that's how that works. But this bit of anxiety kind of rushes over us when we think, well, what happens if this if this is going to last more than just a few minutes? I mean, I have to start cooking dinner in about an hour. Well, okay, what what if we don't have power? Or uh, what happens if? What happens if? Or even you know, a couple hours go by without power. So, what would you do? Have Have you thought that one through? Have you communicated with your family? Have you talked to them about things like that? Uh, that you know, should the power go out? Here's here's our plan, or here's what we'll do, or here's where the you know, the, the power goes out backup supply box that's got uh, maybe a couple flashlights or a candle in it or that, uh, that, that rechargeable booster pack so you can, uh, you know, keep your, keep your phone going and at least talk to people that way or something. I don't know. So if, uh, if you know that something was turned on when the power went out, uh, you probably might want to turn that off again. A lot of things like the electronics and that TVs or your toaster oven or something, you know, when the power goes off and comes back on, they don't automatically come back on. They, they will have to be turned back on again. But some of the old non-digital type things, lamps, lights, I, I don't know, name some things in your house that uh, – when the power comes back on, uh, they will come to life also. So that could uh, cause a problem if everybody across the outage area had all this stuff that when it came back on, it all just came back to life, uh, could jeopardize the, the system being able to boot back up on a, on a neighborhood or a, a section of town area. So you can keep one thing on, like uh, a light in a particular room or next to your your reading table or something so that when it, when the power does come back on, you know, that, um, often smoke alarms will beep or, or something. So you'll know when the power comes back on and there's little beeps and buzzers that go off all over the place. But, um, you could go even shut off your, your breakers on your box. I know some people do that when the power goes off, they go in there and they, they shut off all the breakers. And I was, I was talking to an electrician about that at one time. And I said, why is that? And he said, well, you know, they're, there, there are some things when if it when it comes back on, it doesn't always come back on cleanly. It may come on off, on off, on off, on off, off on, you know, and, and bump a little bit, and that can be really hard on some electronic things. So this way, when the power does come back on and you know it's stable again, you could go and just click on those breakers, you know, one at a time, and and uh, re-energize your house, but. Think about a little bit. What what do you have in your home that does use power? You know, look around the room. Look at what's plugged in and what uses power. If you have a pellet stove in the winter time, well, that's that's going to stop running because the electric auger or the fans that are in there are going to quit delivering pellets. So you're going to run out of heat. If you had electric furnace or a water heater, that's going to shut down. Uh, even gas furnaces will 
will shut down without power for their their blowers and that uh, uh, electric water heaters will stop. Uh, Wi-Fi goes out. Your well pump might not work. You may not have water. Oh, what do you do about that? Well, one flush is what you get uh, uh, if, if you do that on the, the toilets. Maybe you have to pour some water in there from somewhere else. Uh, uh, medical, medical equipment. Oh, do you have some medical equipment that if it runs, if it uh, comes unplugged, is that going to hurt you if it's down for four or six hours or something? Do you need some kind of a backup power supply for that so that uh, that, that doesn't become life-threatening or, or could hurt you? So when people start thinking this way, they start thinking about generators. Should I have a generator? Could this be just one of those small camping generators that you can fire up outside on, on the back patio or something and then run an extension cord in and plug something into it uh, just to get you by until, until the power comes back on? Sure, you could do that. Um, if you look into the statistics on how long our power is actually out or as the, and I wonder if that's a term that uh, like Idaho power, that's a word that rubs them wrong when you say it's out uh, when, when it's not there. Um, What, how long is it out on average for what, whatever area we live in? Some people say, Oh yeah, my neighborhood, the power goes out. It seems like once a week or other people say, no, I haven't, my power's not gone out for years or something. So how often does this happen? Uh, that may give you some facts on, you know, if you actually really need a generator. It's kind of like a snowblower. You buy the snowblower and then you never use it, right? Well, maybe if you bought the generator, your power would never go out. Who knows? But in most cases, I think from what I've, what I've read and what I've looked at and, and heard about from uh, people that know this stuff is it seems to average about 25 minutes is all. When the power's out, it's usually about 25 minutes on average. Uh, and it happens about once a year to most people for whatever reason. And, and we never know what time of year. There's, it, there's reasons for it to uh, go out in the wintertime. There's reasons for it to go out in the summertime. So maybe it's hardly worth a generator. It's not that bad. Maybe we can get by for half a day or a day. Just don't open your refrigerator or freezer when the power goes out. Just It'll stay cold for a long time. But there are people listening to this show right now that have the power go out for much longer and maybe even more frequently. Some of the, uh, the higher mountain communities, they've gone for days and days or a week or so. So they think about generators in a, in a much different way or a lot more often. And, uh, and also just even that 25 minutes in certain medical situations, that, that could be too long also. So if you get one to be your backup power supply know that you're probably going to need to have an electrician wire it into your house's you know, electrical system. And there's a lot more to that than it sounds. It's a, Yeah, it could be just a matter of plugging something into a, a specialty outlets there, but does your generator have an automatic starting feature? Uh, some of them have that where they can sense that uh, they're needed and they fire up. They've got a battery on them or something that turns them over and they run on diesel or whatever other fuel or something. Um, there may be, there may have to be choices on which, which circuits you actually run. Uh, uh, you may not be able to run your entire home. You, you probably won't be able to do laundry and cook a meal and have all the lights on and 
do all of that just off of your generator. You may have to make some choices. Um, there's also going to have to be a disconnect of some sort from the power grid, the greater world around you, when your generator is running because we don't want any electrical current to go down the power lines and over to your neighbor's house or or something. So you have to be able to hook, unhook in case there's a person working on your system and they think a line is down and you fire up your generator and you you fry that guy that's uh, trying to trying to help you out. So that they have to be able to be disconnected. Uh, you cannot uh, you you can't be hooked up to both at the same time. So uh, the big one that people forget about that we remind you with here, and I'll leave you with this before our break here, is uh, getting out of your garage. <laughs> this is a good thing to teach the kids or anybody else that's in the house that uh, if the power goes out and you think, okay, well, there's that, so let's uh, let's go drive over to you know grandma's house or something, make sure she's okay, and or call her up. Yeah, the power's on over here. Come on over here and wait for it to come on and you go out to the garage and you can't open your garage door because you've got an automatic opener on it. And what does it run on? Electricity. So that's what that pull cord, that's what that short nylon rope is usually with the red handle and there's a plastic warning tag or something dangling from that thing. That's what this is for. It's for an emergency use just like this. So you pull that handle and it pops the carriage loose off of the track of the opener and then you can manually lift your garage door up into position and it'll stay up there and you can leave the garage and then you can close your garage door and come and go through it that way. And then once the power is restored, you can click that carriage back into its uh, locking position, run the uh, cycle of the garage door opener and it'll click back into place in the right place and everything's back to normal. But that's a good thing to teach kids how to do that if you've taken that rope off because you didn't want that thing dangling there, well, then you're going to be dealing with that too. But uh, if you haven't done this, this is a good exercise just to go do, just just to try it to see if you can do it. Pop the garage door and make sure you can lift it up and get it uh, into its upright position. It should lift up very easily, no more than two hands and just a slight effort. Lift your garage door up. It should stay up there. And then uh, you should be able to get out and close it. And then how are you going to open it up from the outside? Well, maybe there's a decorative handle or some kind of a thing on it. You can lift that up or just go back to the inside of the house, go around through a door and go back in the garage, lift up the door, and you can bring your car back in. But uh, not a bad exercise to go through just to make sure you can do it. Because if you can't lift the door up, even after you've popped that thing, uh, that could be a sign you have a broken spring and your opener's having to lift a lot more than it's intended to do. And uh, again, maybe that's where you call Kevin at Garage Door Store Boise. I don't know why I said him there. I guess I was subconsciously thinking about this. Uh, anyway, and have him uh, fix that up for you and make sure that the emergency release is all working properly for you. All right, let's take our break. And when we come back, uh, we'll continue. Your phone calls are welcome here at 208-336-3700, 208 336 Zero, zero. Call now and you will be up next when we return with more Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. 
Beautiful tile and stone surfaces need to be maintained, and Permatreat is here to make this easier. It's time to discover what select home builders and informed consumers now know. That Permatreat means seal it now and seal it forever. There is a way to avoid all that scrubbing, scraping, and nasty chemicals of trying to keep your grout lines clean, and Permatreat will introduce you to it. 208-895-0000. How's that for a cool phone number? 208 895 Zero, 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 zero. Imagine how good your shower could look again, or those kitchen counters. Permatreat starts with a thorough deep cleaning. They can also repair any chipped or missing grout. Then comes the Permatreat sealant, the last sealant you will ever need. Permatreat also seals masonry and stone surfaces, backsplashes, patios, driveways, and sidewalks and tinted or stained concrete. If you want to seal it and keep it stain free and looking good, call Permatreat now to set up your free quote. Do you remember the number? 208 895 Zero 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 for Permatreat two zero eight eight nine five zero 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 zero. Perhaps now more than ever, if you're looking to buy your next home, a visit with Terry Hefner and his team of mortgage professionals is critical. Market forces that used to change week to week are now changing hourly. You need information quick and it needs to be accurate. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage will work hard for you. Their goal is to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can. Terry is a native Idahoan and has been assisting clients for over 30 years. The Hefner Group also helps first-time home buyers achieve their dreams of home ownership. There's a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your mortgage. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. 208-599-8500. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796, company NMLS 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Have you heard of a pre-inspection? This is where your home inspector comes in and goes over everything in your home before you get ready to sell it. This way you can address items that you feel are important on your schedule before they're discovered by someone else. Randy Funk Home Inspections can perform this honest, comprehensive, and professional inspection for you. Randy's years of experience are trusted by Idaho's top real estate agents, and you should trust Randy too. The report you'll get will then be presented to buyers to help speed up the transaction and to eliminate questions. If you're purchasing a home and would like to have it inspected, Randy can respond quickly and accurately with a menu of inspection options to get you the information you need. Visit HomeInspectorBoise.com or call 208-914-5793 for Randy Funk Home Inspections. That's HomeInspectorBoise.com or 208-914-5793. What do you think is harder on your windows? The heat of summer or the cold of winter? The answer is winter. Cold temperatures put windows to the test. And if yours could use a better grade, Milgard Windows from Viewpoint Windows and Doors are a great choice for your home. Milgard Windows have one of the finest and fairest warranties in the window business. They even cover accidental glass breakage. They are a leader in innovation and continually are top rated for quality and value. Viewpoint Windows and Doors will not only install your new Milgard windows, but they can also provide any service you might need in the future. There is never a bad time of year to get your new windows because they work hard year-round. Okay, a little harder in the winter. Call 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com. 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com. 
This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Coming up after the uh, 8 o'clock news break, and I get the intro for the show out of the way and everything, um, I'm going to go through a, a thing some of you heard last week on the show about some aviation snips from Crescent Wiss, uh, and we're going to be giving away a set of those. Uh, and this is this is not a cheap tool. This is a quality one. I'll bet you these are the last snips you will have in your life as long as you don't lose them or do something really inappropriate or stupid with them. Uh, so the folks at Crescent Wiss sent me some of these, so I'm going to pass on a complete set of three different ones of those to uh, one of our listeners in a coming week, not today, but in a coming week. But today at about 8.10, you will find out how to do that. So uh, keep keep listening. Keep listening. Don't don't go away just because the news comes on at 8 o'clock. Come, come back. Come back to the light and we will tell you how you can win these tools. Um, winterization thoughts start passing through our heads on some of these colder mornings. We may notice a draft that we've never had before, or you find yourself putting on the sweatshirt uh, in addition to something else or some type of a overthrow on just to stay a little more comfortable in the house. If winterization is part of the project list or some things you would like to address in your home, uh, that that's a good choice because we know that anything that we do to seal up drafts, to insulate, to protect, to create barriers in that. Uh, in most cases, a lot of those things not only work hard in the wintertime, they work in the summer also. So there's a year-round benefit to these or a payback. The logical way of going about this would tell you to do the worst first. Find the the worst thing that is causing you uh, unco- or lack of comfort or waste of energy or what is the thing that's fallen apart the most as far as weatherization goes, goes, you know, and, and figure that thing out and address that first. Uh, so the problem sometimes is figuring out what that is. You almost need to do an unbiased, or maybe you even have done a professional audit or some type of tour of your home. Maybe there's a neighbor that's well-versed on this stuff, you could ask them to come around and help you identify some things. Uh, There are professionals you can hire to do that. Uh, There may be even some of the more experienced home inspectors or or people that are in the handy person business or something that could could do that with you and create that list for you. Uh, You can do things as simple as looking out on your roof on a frosty morning and noting where There is no frost because that's obviously heat from the house or the attic that has melted that off there first. So there could be something going on underneath there, like a total lack of insulation in the attic there or something. So should that be the thing that you fix first or whatever? Well, there's some things you might not be able to do anything about just because the way your house is built, or uh, you may not be able to do them physically yourself or financially yourself. So you may have to move down to the second thing on the list just so that you can accomplish something. But at least if you generate 
this uh, winterization or weatherization list, uh, you know what needs to be done. It's not just stopping the drafts or the cool breeze that you feel coming in around a door or a window. Heat loss can also go out of your house and you don't even know where it is. And that can be, um, like we were saying, a lack of insulation somewhere or some type of other leakage that you, you don't really know until, until you find that. Um, there's also some different motivators for this. It could be you're trying to save or offset any increases in your energy costs and your heating bills or air conditioning, but it could be just for comfort also. Maybe you just don't like having cold floors as you walk around uh, in your home, or one room is just so much hotter in the summer than others that it, uh, it it's bothering you. Can lights on older homes, uh, you know, some of those, they the way they were designed and all that, they can... Uh, create uh, lots of issues with heat, uh, the type of bulbs that are in there, whether it's LEDs, uh, all kinds of things goes on with all those penetrations that go up into our attics through bathroom ventilator fans and like can lights or any of the light fixture boxes and light fixtures and ceiling fans and all of that kind of stuff because we know that heat rises and those kind of leaks can go right through up into our attic. So that's just a couple of things that we'll find. We'll we'll talk some more about this after the, the news. We'll talk in specific about insulation, uh, some windows, doors, caulkings, and sealants, other things that you could do to winterize your home, make it a little more comfortable. And if the uh, if the bills for your your heating uh, to keep you warm this winter go down a little bit in the process, that's that's not a bad thing because that, that will continue more than just the first year that you do this work. We'll be back with more of the Home Fix Show after the news. 208-336-3700 is how you can reach us. Or you could send an email to joe at joeprin.com. And I will look for those during the break and report back to you on those when we come back with more on News Talk KBOI. There are lots of elements that make up the exterior of your home. They all work together to protect the structure, you, and everything inside. So when you need some help with those elements, like siding, trim, soffits, and fascia, or porches and entryways, Bill Bott of Bott's Exteriors is ready to help you out. Now is the time to take care of those needed repairs, or it could be the time for an updated appearance for your home. Rest assured, when you choose Bott's Exteriors, they have been helping Idaho families with their homes for decades. Bill and his team are very experienced and will bring the skill and efficiency to your home. Quality work and honest, friendly service from start to finish is why Bots has so many repeat customers. Give Bots Exteriors a call and ask them to visit your house for a quote. 208-870-4324. That's Bots Exteriors. 208-870-4324. Who doesn't want to be a bit more organized? Now, don't get too far ahead of me. I'm talking about in your garage. What a unique space we have there. Sporting goods, gardening supplies, kids' toys, bicycles, tools, and perhaps even a car or two. You want it to be as efficient as possible, but you also may need to change it later as your needs change. Storage Evolution has the solutions to getting organized that you've been looking for. 
Their designs allow for a better use of space for storage of small items to big things like that extra set of snow tires. And quality, Storage Evolutions is so confident that their shelving can take whatever your garage throws at it that they back it with a lifetime warranty. Don't forget your pantry, closet, mudroom, or laundry room because Storage Evolution is an organized living dealer and can help there too. Call Storage Evolution at 208-515-3575 or visit garagesolutionsboise.com. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Good morning to you, and thanks for being with us here as The Home Fix Show continues on this Saturday morning. Thanks for waking up with us. If you would like to ask me your questions about home repairs and improvements, maintenance issues, new construction, hiring contractors, firing contractors, documentation, material selection, sequencing, all the things that go into maybe something as simple as repainting the bathroom or something. Just uh, let me know. Let me know. Grab your phone and punch in 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. And you and I can talk and get those those questions answered. I want to thank our friends who support us each and every Saturday morning at Wild West Eatery and Cantina for breakfast once again. They've got some new breakfast and lunch items on their menu. And what's nice is maybe you wake up in the morning and you just don't feel like breakfast, but lunch sounds pretty good. And you want something a little heartier, a little spicier, kick it up a few notches for breakfast. Uh, that's the place to go because everything is made to order. Uh, Chef Brian just, he doesn't start anything, nothing. I mean, everything is just, you know, raw ingredients until he, <laughs> until he sees your order and then away it goes. So it's not fast food, it's good food. And, uh, that's why they're, that's why they're so busy down there the way they are and, uh, doing, doing the best they can to take everybody. So relax, take your time, enjoy it. Know that you're going to be there for a couple of minutes and, uh, get some really, really great, Freshly prepared food for you at Wild West in downtown Eagle. Uh, Thanks, guys, for preparing our breakfast each and every Saturday morning. Sometimes I fail to uh, mention them on Saturdays, but uh, they are here with us each and every Saturday, so thank you. Um, Last week on the show, I read through a uh, a little history thing about um, Crescent Wiss, Wiss Tin Snips. I found it interesting. The whole motivation of that whole thing was they sent me some of these uh, their new aviation snips that they've uh, refined, recreated, and are part of their product line. Um, it's not like they're anything real new. They've been out for, for a while, but just something new for us to talk about here. So they sent some in, and we did so. And uh, anyway, they sent me they sent me more than I can uh, uh, just you know just just use and try and throw in the toolbox. So let, let's give them to you. Let's uh, let's pass these on to somebody. So. I'm going to read through this thing again, just so you you know a little bit about what they are. And uh, I found it pretty interesting. People, I got a couple comments. I said, that was, that was kind of neat hearing those kind of things. Do more of that. And uh, so listen carefully to this and pick out one little fun fact, one one little thing out of what you hear me say here in a minute. Just, just one thing that you can remember or, or write it down right now, one little fun fact thing. 
because what I want you to do after this is all said and done is to send that uh, on a postcard or, you know, everybody's got that box of like old birthday cards or <laughs> Christmas cards and you got that ugly Christmas card that you don't want to send anybody. Yeah, use it for this. So just inside there or something, write down this little fun fact on there and uh, put on there your name and your email address and your phone number. Uh, if you don't have the email, just put the phone number there. Uh, so what I will do is here in, in two weeks on the show, I will uh, pick one of the winners or I'll pick one of those cards out of the pile. Or actually, Tara will pick that winner, of course. You need something to do, right? What big look of surprise. And, yeah, even though there's no football game today, you're still going to have to work. So <laughs> uh, we'll pick that winner and uh, then I will mail you a set of these uh, these really nice high high professional grade aviation snips and you say oh i don't i don't need those joe i'm not going to need those for anything yeah somebody you you know will appreciate those you'll be able to pass these on so just just have fun with this um here's the address you're going to mail that to you're going to send that to the home fix show care of kboi 1419 west bannock street b a n n o c k bannock street uh, one end, two ends. One ends or two ends? I think two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Boise, Idaho, eight three seven zero two. So fourteen nineteen West Bannock Street, Boise, Idaho, eight three seven zero two. Put that home fix show care of KBOI. Some little fun fact out of this, and you will be entered into the drawing. You think, oh well, you know, I don't have any chance. We don't get as many of these as you think. So not many people are going to go to all this effort just for. You know, $60, $70 worth of tin snips, but uh, you might want to do that. All right, so in 1847, a 33-year-old cutler named and gunsmith named Jacob Wiss immigrated to the United States from Switzerland, and he opened a small shop in Newark, New Jersey, forging surgical instruments and shears. His firm prospered, and during the American Civil War, he made scissors for the Union army medical units and shears to cut the fabric for uniforms. The company continued to grow, expanding its product offering to include several lines of shears and scissors and trimmers and pruning shears and tin snips. Uh, Wiss replaced any broken product, regardless of the reason for damage, and a loyal customer following developed. By 1914, Wiss had become the world's largest producer of shears and scissors with a production of more than 2 million pairs per year. Well, during World War II, the products were converted to military applications like nail scissors proved to be ideal for the manufacture of precision radar and radio systems. Metal snips were used for building aircraft and surgical scissors went into hospitals on every front. As sales reverted to civilian markets after the war, WIS compound action aviation snips, like the ones that we have here, uh, turned out to be a key tool for cutting aircraft sheet metal during the war years and became a bestseller for them. The brand has remained the undisputed market leader in aviation snips for over 60 years, driven by two simple principles, the performance and the durability. Today, Crescent Wiss is the brand, as the brand, is the market leader for these types of cutting tools from the Apex Tool Group, one of the largest hand tool manufacturers in the world. So we thank them for sending 
those to us. Um, I did find this article also in Popular Mechanics that says that aviation snips or tin snips or compound snips, uh, as they are called, even though they, they truly are different, they sometimes get their, their terminology mixed up as, depending what part of the country you're from. Uh, they're the best tool for cutting sheets of thin sheet metal. Uh, cutting a straight line with tin snips is, of course, very easy. It's the curved cuts that can be difficult. And I'll also mention uh, dangerous. So you should always have some very good, strong uh, leather or protected gloves on while you're doing this because any, any sheet metal that you cut uh, can also cut you, um, especially if you're holding your, your tool wrong. So these tools come in three different colors, and that's not just to make them pretty on the shelf or in your toolbox. There's, uh, there's red handles usually on them, yellow handles or green handles. And uh, those, those things have a purpose and kind of an interesting history of where that comes from. And uh, we've got to do a little more of this. So hopefully you picked one little fun fact out of that. Uh, we will do this again at 9:10. If you miss that or you miss the address to write that down to enter to win these sets, we'll do this again at 9:10. And I will tell you again, uh, some people found that pretty fascinating last week, I guess, where the red, the yellow, and the green colors come from and why they are those colors. We'll tell you that at 9.10 here on the Home Fix Show. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, phone lines are open. What are you working on this weekend? Anything I can help you with, clarify, suggest, tell you you're right, tell you the other person's wrong, whatever you want to talk about in your home improvement world, I am here for you at 208. 206- 336-3700. We'll be back right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Woodcraft of Boise is home to just about everything the professional, the garage hobbyist, or the backyard woodworker could ever need or imagine. Just take a walk through the aisles at Woodcraft. You're going to see products and materials you never knew even existed. It's amazing. And why is it there? Because Woodcraft is all about woodworking, and that is a personal expression of your taste and abilities. If they bring you the latest tools and technologies, the best finishes and hardware, and all at a price that makes sense, you can make things better and have more fun doing it. Fantastic blades and bits, the tops and tools and accessories, and yes, it's all here in Boise where you can put your hands on it, in the Overland Park Shopping Center at Colon Overland. Want to come to a class and learn from a pro? Yep, Woodcraft does that. Stop by the store for an upcoming schedule or visit woodcraftofboise.com. Woodcraft, helping you make wood work. Isn't it great knowing that when you need a realtor, you could have Idaho's number one realtor working for you? That's right. If you make a call to Matt Bauscher, you'll be treated with respect and professionalism no matter the size of your transaction. You've heard Matt here on the Home Fix Show with me. You've heard callers that have become his clients. Matt and his team are on top of what's happening in Idaho minute by minute, neighborhood by neighborhood. Choose quality and professionalism. Choose Matt Bauscher for your realtor. Visit BauscherRealEstate.com or call Matt at 208-631-3870. That's 208-631-3870. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to the race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite football team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. 
If there's ever been a year that your roof has taken a beating, this is it. We've had it all, from below freezing to well over 100 degrees. If that roof is a flat or low-sloping roof, that adds even more stress of piled up dirt and debris. So before the weather changes again, call Precision Single Ply to come inspect your flat or low-sloping roof. Their experienced technicians will look over every square inch for any problem areas that could be a potential leak. And in most cases, they can repair them right on the spot. Precision Single Ply has been taking care of commercial, agricultural, and residential flat and low-sloping roofs for many years and should be your first choice for annual inspections and repairs. Single Ply membrane roofs will last for many carefree years if the system is installed and maintained properly. If you need help with a low-sloping or flat roof, call Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979, 208-939-9979, that's 208-939-9979. Your home is your sanctuary, the one place you can always relax, decompress, and chill out. It's where everything should be perfect, including your air. Heating Equipment Company helps you achieve the perfect air you deserve with reliable, Groundbreaking, award-winning Lennox products. Lennox home comfort systems are built to last with the newest technology that keeps your air perfect and helps you feel more relaxed and energized. And Heating Equipment Company is offering up to $1,800 in rebates on a new Lennox system or make no payments for six months when you finance a new Lennox system for as little as $132 a month on systems quoted during the rebate program dates. That's right, we're making it easier than ever to achieve perfect air in your home to learn more, call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit us online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. For great products, big savings, and perfect air, think Heating Equipment Company, your local Linux dealer. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. If you hear anything you'd like to revisit, check out the Home Fix podcast on KBOI.com. Just click on podcasts, then click on the Home Fix show, all for free. Now back to Joe Prim. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. I received a couple of uh, messages during the week, and uh, whenever that happens, I know there's other people that asked or wanted to ask but just didn't. Um, the, the person that was on the, uh, the show uh, with me last week, uh, Jeff, and, uh, from uh, Custom Bath Solutions was the name of that company. We were talking about bathroom remodeling just in general, but we were also talking about it from the point of view of doing conversions so that as we get older in that and uh, maybe a little less sure of foot, we don't want to step over a bathtub. We'd rather have just a, a shower we could walk into or a bigger shower or perhaps even having to have something where we can roll ourselves into there. Um, yeah, that was the the company's custom bath solutions uh they a, a dual dual thing happens there with with that place they yes they have this showroom where you can go in and see all the different products and if you just want to buy the shower unit or the the bathing unit from them and and put that in or have your contractor do it that that's just fine they can do that or they can coordinate the entire project for you uh because they have their contractors that uh, will help you design and and uh, put together the whole project from start to finish. So that's Custom Bath Solutions. And yes, you will find uh, their number uh, and contact information on the HomeFix resource directory on the resource list, the trusted resource list, call it what you want, Joe's list. Uh, that's available at joeprin.com. 
just punch that in, joeprin.com. Don't search resource list on Google or something. You'll get a one that's way out of date. Uh, just go to joeprin.com. It'll take you right there. It's the first thing that comes up, and uh, you can look on that list or download it or bookmark it, whatever you want to do. Uh, okay, to reach us here on the show this morning, 208 336 Earlier in the, uh, the first part of the program, we started talking about weatherization and some of the things that you can do to improve the, the comfort and the energy efficiency of your house. We always think of these things around this time of year or as we start getting colder, but we also know that most of these uh, products and techniques and uh, tricks or whatever you want to say, they, they do benefit us year-round because we live in a climate where we like living in the middle, uh, don't we? Some of those days that you remember the most, the days that you enjoyed the most, the days that you think are the most fun or the most comfortable are the ones where you don't have the air conditioner running and the days that you don't have any type of a heating source running. It's those those in-between days. So the more we can do to try to create in-between days in our indoor environment, uh, not only is that good for our pocketbook, but good for our mental health and our and our comfort level also. So one of the big things that always comes up is insulation. Insulation. Does your home have enough insulation? What can you do about that? How do you know? All those different things. So technology has helped a lot with this because what used to be available to only the few because it was a very expensive device or devices or technologies was some type of magic Superman-like x-ray vision that could look into the the walls, the attics. You could stand out in the street and take a picture of the house. You could walk around the inside and, and take images of the, the outside walls. And what, what these things show you are weaknesses. They, uh, they would detect temperature differences. They would, they would know that if you uh, didn't have any insulation in this one particular part of the wall, that, that cavity that's created by the wall studs, the two-by-fours with the sheetrock on the inside and the siding on the outside. If for some reason there wasn't insulation, wasn't insulation there, it would show up as like a different color on this, on this image or, or this heat map. It would show that there's, there's something wrong there so you can identify that. Well, that technology is available even down to the smartphone level now uh, you know, of course, better equipment gets you better accuracy and more information. But home inspectors like our friend uh, Randy Funk with uh, Randy Funk, you know, home inspector, um, he's he's got that type of equipment. And as he goes out to inspect a home, he could do that. He could take a look at and give you that that energy, uh, I guess, deficiency kind of a, a report. Now, insulation companies also do this. Obviously, if they can identify where there's some bad things going on in your home, then they can fix that for you, right? Because that's that's the business they're in. And they can prove that to you. They can show you that this part of your attic, for some reason, it either didn't get enough insulation or maybe none at all. Uh, Randy, I, I mean, when he's been here with us on the phone, on the, on the show, either on, on the phone or in the studio, he tells us that all the time. He'll go out to some of these new homes that are being built and he'll do his pre-inspection before it's turned over to the homeowners or their their uh, their inspection that he'll do before the one-year 
warranty runs up and runs out and all of a sudden he finds that one whole side of the house never got insulated or one portion of a multi-story kind of architecturally cool looking roof this one dormer or gable or bonus room section maybe they they just forgot to do the insulation and and you think well how can that happen you know isn't that what building inspectors are for to catch all of this and okay let's just put in that human factor and the fact that the world's a little nuts right now on on construction and things and uh people coming in after other people or they didn't get their work done one day and they come back the next day and they can't do it or they get assigned to a different job site or who knows why they're, they're, the list could be of, of excuses i guess could go you know on and on and on but but it does happen who pays the price for that you do you move into this house and there's no insulation right here or not enough over there or the wrong kind over here or something you pay for that not only this year but next year when you heat again and the next year and the next year and the next year so that's why insulation in the right place in the right amounts and, and installed with the right care and technique and everything is dollar for dollar the best value that you could ever have because it addresses all the issues, the comfort of your home, the cost that it takes to operate it today, the cost that it takes tomorrow and in, in years to come. Insulation will never be cheaper than it is today. It's one of those things that it just kind of creeps up in pricing like everything else. So uh, you put this off till next year and the same amount, the same thickness, the same deficiency that you correct, it's just going to cost more next year. So insulation is always the starting point. So let's think about this a little bit. Let's think about the 1960s, whether you were alive then or not, you know, maybe you were 50 years old in 1960, you know, congratulations, you made it a long way, but uh, you were you know, just think about this, the way that the homes were, were built then and that. A lot of houses didn't even have insulation still, even into the, the 50s, and, and maybe they did in the 60s. You know, a lot of them did, of course. But let's let's think about the insulation that was used there. Energy was cheap. Uh, energy and heating systems were designed a lot different. Our lifestyles were a lot different. People were a lot different. Our demands, our expectations of our homes they were different. Uh, you may say, no, it's not. I'm the exact same person I was then. Well, no, I don't think you were because you may think that, but that's not true. So our houses changed and what it cost to run those houses and how much that cost to run our homes were as a percentage of our annual income uh, or our, our, our income in general, you know, was, was different. So yes, your house may have been acceptably insulated when it was built, whether it was in the 60s, the 70s, even the 80s, but things have changed. We've learned a lot more. We've also seen tremendous increases in energy costs over the last 30, 40, 50 years. And so the way that we can try to offset some of that is to have better insulation. So what was there at one time may have been adequate for the cost of energy at that moment may not be acceptable to us today because we know we can do something about it. So your house may have been built with an R38 amount of insulation in the attic. Well, now we know that it should be like a 49 or a 50 for this area because that's the amount of insulation that we need to offset not only the temperatures but also the cost of energy and keep that under control for uh, for what that is today. So you spend a dollar on insulation 
can that save you two or three dollars over the life of your home or the next 10 or 15 years or something? Yeah, it probably can. So anything you can do with insulation by adding more insulation to an existing older home uh, is good. And you think, well, you know, do I need that? My house is only built, you know, eight years ago or something. Well, you probably don't need to add more, but it would, it wouldn't hurt to verify that what was put in there was enough to begin with. Cause how do you know? Did they, are they just telling you that? Are you, are you trusting that? Or do you need to verify that? Um, also, did they just plain outright miss something? So this is one where a little bit of a detective uh, mentality can help you out. And if that doesn't work, you get somebody in there to look at it. And I know that when we talk to Seamus at uh, Go Green Insulation, one of our sponsors on the show here, and, and I talked to Seamus, he said, there, there are times when he goes out to a house and they say, you know, we want you to look around here and see if there's any opportunities to increase the efficiency of our home. Is the insulation good enough or whatever? And you think, well, of course he's going to find stuff. He said, you'd be surprised how many times that they do go out there and they come back and they say, you know, there's a little thing here and a little thing there, but you know, for the money, it's really not worth it right now. You're in pretty good shape. I, I don't think you really need to do a whole lot of anything, you know, but uh, you know, thanks for inviting us out. And uh, so, so that, that does happen. But then there's those times where he says, you know, I, I think we could make a significant improvement here. I think we could, uh, you know, do this here. It's going to cost this much. This is what I'd expect to get out of that over time. And that's all guesswork, of course. But uh, uh, yeah, so so there's always, I, I guess there's always room for improvement. I'd, I'd say there's no house that I couldn't go into today, right now. I don't care what it is. There's no house that I could go into where I could not find something that could increase energy consumption performance of that house, but would it be worth it? Would it be worth it not only financially, but also even on a comfort level? Because you say, I don't care what it costs. I just want to be more comfortable. Okay, but could I do anything that you would notice or that uh, would make you feel better about your house? There are some homes that are just plain good enough, but that's not most of the case around here. So uh, yeah, we're going to start with insulation. If we're doing any kind of weatherization, we're going to start our work with insulation. So let's... uh. Let's hit windows and doors a little bit when we come back. Uh, just, just, just touch on that. There's, there's not a whole lot to go over there, but we'll, we'll, we'll do a couple things and, and a little test that you can do today around your uh, front entry door. I'd like you to do just to see how, how it, how it's doing. And uh, this is a pretty simple one. So, um, I need you to get a flashlight and a credit card ready. No, you're not going to give me the last four digits or anything. I just, this is a tool that you're going to use. I need a flashlight and a credit card. For you to do a test. Tell you what that is when we come back right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Renewable Energy Northwest built a home with a contractor, Northern Construction, in Sand Hollow, Idaho, with solar thermal radiant floor heat and cooling. This 4,500 square foot home, the total energy bill in August of 2020 was $80. In September, they got the solar PV up and running, and now the Idaho power bill will be $5.20 per month. Because the HVAC for the home is so efficient, along with the hot water, the solar PV needed was half the amount of a 
home this size would normally take. The homeowners were just telling Carl from Renewable Energy Northwest how comfortable the home is with warm, comfy floors and no air blowing around to dry out your skin. Renewable Energy Northwest installs four different types of radiant heat and cool. On slab, under subfloor, on top of subfloor, and warm board applications. They can also heat your pool in the summer with the same system. Please call for a free site assessment, 208-577-6537, or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. There's a good reason the state of Idaho requires electricians to be licensed. Electrical work needs to be done right by trained and tested professionals every time. Your safety and mine are counting on it. So when you need electrical work done, insist on a licensed electrician like Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable. Dave can help you install outdoor lighting, attic ventilation, additional lighting in your kitchen, even ceiling fans in your bedrooms or on your back patio. With new TVs and home electronics, cable and power outlets need to be in the right place to look good. No one likes cords all over the floors and walls. Call Dave. If you're remodeling, think about where things will need to be when you're done. David Consumer Electric and Cable will get everything professionally wired and inspected. Call Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable for your electrical needs. 208-939-8333. That's 208-939-8333 for Consumer Electric and Cable. There's a good argument to be made that the roof is the most important single component of your house. It protects you and everything else inside. And face it, Idaho weather is tough on roofs. That's why if your roof has seen better days, or if one of our wind or hail storms have done some damage to your roof, call Craig Frame at CF Construction. Craig is the one you hear sitting in with Joe on the Home Fix Show talking about roofing. Craig has an amazing team of installers that have worked together for years and go about getting you taken care of fast and efficiently. Craig's project manager will work with you to select the perfect shingle style and color to fit your budget and the appearance of your home. CF Construction is a hard-working roofing company that wants to earn your satisfaction through the great work and prompt manner in which they get it done. Call CF Construction at 208-921-1445. That's 208-921-1445. Good news from Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress. Appliances are becoming less hard to get right now, and if you've been waiting for a better in-stock selection or more online choices, plan a trip to Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress. If you need a new dishwasher, a refrigerator, stove, microwave, freezer, or cooktop, or grills and chills for your new outdoor kitchen project, or a new Serta mattress, or a new TV, come in and see Jackie and Lou. They have it all. Make sure you tell them that you're a listener to the Home Fix Show. Nampa Appliance is part of the Brand Source Network, and if you need to special order your new appliance, they can take care of you in minutes, not days or weeks. So have you been waiting? The time is now. Start with a visit, or at least a phone call, to Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress, 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa, 208-465-0551. That's 208 208- Four six five zero five five one. Visit nampabrandsource.com. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Well, good morning to you and welcome to the Home Fix show. If your clock radio just kicked in at the bottom of the hour and you're just joining us thank you thanks for being here this morning um 
you can talk with me about the projects. I'd, I'd love to talk to you about the projects you've got going on, maybe some questions you have, maybe one you just finished up and uh, something along the way that uh, may have confused you a little bit or you're really, really proud of something you learned and you want to share with other folks. Uh, that's what it's all about here. Because when you ask those questions on the show, uh, unbeknownst to you perhaps, there are several other people listening <laughs> that uh, say that's exactly what I've got going on. I hear that all the time. Joe, I'm so glad you got that call the other day about the 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 carpet that was tearing or something because, man, that's exactly what I've got going on. And uh, that was so good to hear that. And so you do help other people out. The number to reach us, 208-336-3700, 208-336-3700. You could also send an email to joe at joeprin.com. And I can read that during the breaks and uh, report back to you on that also if you can't uh, talk on the phone right now. We can still get that question answered. So what would you need a flashlight and a credit card for? Well, it doesn't really have to be a credit card. It could be a driver's license. could be just about anything. I like using a credit card just because of the thickness of it, and uh, uh, they seem to work pretty good. So this is going to have to do with the, our doors on the outside of our house. Let's take a look at the front door of our homes. Most doors in recent construction history, anything from probably the 80s on up, um, is a system where the door is hung on hinges and it closes into a weather stripping seal, uh, which is some type of usually a vinyl covered soft foam, kind of a, uh, a V shape or a, a kind of a sharp U shape material. And that door presses against this weather stripping and that's what creates the seal. And most doors for our homes open to the interior of our house and push against this seal when you close the door, right? Well, what happens when the wind blows outside and the wind is pushing against your house, depending how your back set on your, your door and on your lever handle set or the doorknob, how nice and snug that fits or the deadbolt fits, when the wind blows, it's possible for that door to push back a little bit or bend a little bit and air to enter around a gap that opens up around the weather stripping between the weather stripping and the door. And <clears throat> in comes the draft. So one thing that you can check with this is take your little credit card now that you have ready to go, go outside, shut the door uh, to your house. And you should be able to stick that credit card in between the door and the weather stripping at any point all the way around the perimeter of your door and the credit card won't fall out. If the credit card falls out, that means that the weather strip is just, just barely, if at all, coming in contact with the door. And something's going to need to be readjusted or adjusted or the door's warped or something's going on or the weather stripping has... Uh, gotten crushed down to a certain point and then does not respond or rebound. So it could be that we need to put some new weather stripping or maybe a little bit bigger weather stripping or some kind of an adjustment needs to be made to the frame on the door. Maybe it was never hung right to begin with. So that's going to help us out with that. Another test of a, a similar nature is you can do this when it's dark outside is have somebody go outside with the flashlight and shine it into where the weather stripping meets the door and go around the perimeter of it 
And on the inside, if all of a sudden you can see a little burst of light in the corner or something, that's a place where air can be coming in also. Now, the next one's going to be a little trickier for you. You're going to have to get down hand, hands on knees, and then uh, you might even need to uh, kind of put your cheek down on the floor, uh, back away from the inside of the door a few feet, put your cheek down on the floor, and take a look underneath the door and see if the weather stripping that's at the bottom of the door, and this could be in, in a couple of different ways, depending who built your door, how it was built, and that. There may be a piece of weather stripping that is actually on the bottom of the door itself, uh, a drip cap with a, uh, it kind of looks like your fingers. If you take the, your hand and you kind of dangle your fingers down in front of you, pointing down to the ground, those uh, your, your four little fingers there, that's like these little strips of rubber that are on the bottom of the door. And as your door closes, your fingers or those strips just kind of drag across the threshold of your door. Well, that also creates a weather stripping effect there, which keeps drafts from coming in underneath your doors. Well, a lot of times those things wear off. And if you've ever vacuumed up or picked up this little piece of rubber and you go, hmm, I wonder where that came from. Well, that was probably one of those that uh, snapped off or ground off or something. Uh, Doors in particular can change uh, one season to another, summer to winter. Things come and go out of adjustment and what may be fine in the summer when it's 80 degrees out and sunny. It could be a lot different than the way that door fits in the wintertime. So it's not uncommon for people to have to make seasonal adjustments to their threshold or their door bottom or something to get it to seal right. So again, a flashlight outside, cheek down on the floor, take a look. If you see light coming in there or if you can see daylight at certain times of day coming in underneath your door, then your drip cap needs to be adjusted. It needs to be loosened up, pushed down, the screws tighten back up, or perhaps your threshold has those four or five large-headed screws on there. Maybe it uses a straight-blade screwdriver or a big Phillips-head screwdriver or an Allen wrench, something, and you can crank up and adjust that uh, wood strip that's in the middle of your threshold so that it makes a nice contact with the door. You want it to be snug but not overly tight. You don't want it to rub so hard that it destroys the rubber weather stripping. Uh, all you need it to do is make a gentle contact. It should just have that that sound, just that little slight swoosh sound as you open and close the door. If you don't hear anything dragging, it's probably not dragging, but if it drags so hard that you can't open and close the door, that's not good either. So just that gentle swoosh sound as you open and close the door. One of the places that you always find a little bit of air leakage, and it's uh, kind of in a weird spot. Um, if you open your door up, uh, the hinge side down at the very bottom corner where that door bottom is, uh, many manufacturers provide a, it, it looks like a little foam wedge, uh, kind of like the plastic wedges that plumbers use to uh, set and li- align toilets. Uh almost like the wood shims that you'd use to set the door itself, except these are made out of a similar foam rubber to the weather stripping. Uh, You may see one of these taped down in the corner. If you don't have that, those are sold at many hardware stores and that. That is necessary sometimes to seal that gap up in the bottom corner on the hinge side of the door where the door bottom is and all those pieces of hardware and everything pinch and come together in that corner. It's kind of an odd spot to get weather stripping to work just right. So that's what that's what those things are for. Um, all right, let's wrap that up for right now. We'll take our final break of this hour. When we come back, uh, Jeff in Nampa will be 
on the line with us. Stay tuned. More of the Home Fix Show coming up after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. My husband started running trucks for Master Plumbing when he was 18 years old, and I was a car hop at a local drive-thru. We went to college here, got married here, and have raised our family, you guessed it, right here in Idaho. This is home to us. It's our community. And as the area has grown, we've been fortunate to have an amazing Master Plumbing family grow with us. Their combined expertise and experience help our extended workforce family and our customers feel like nothing's ever changed. In fact, it's only gotten better. So when your water heater's not so hot, you have a shower that just, well, just won't shower, or for any other plumbing needs, reach out to Master Plumbing at 208-888-9191 or callmasternow.com. Call the masters. Call the master plumbing, the masters of the trade. Renewable Energy Northwest starts the same way all the other PV companies start, with a copy of your power bill. The big difference is this is their starting point. One customer asked them to improve their power costs. The review came up with these solutions. Update the current HVAC system to an energy-efficient 21-sear heat pump system for a 20% savings. Install a solar thermal HVAC solution for heating water and assisting home heating for a 30% energy savings. Insulation improvements for 10 percent more energy savings, identification of inefficient appliances to be retired or replaced for an additional 5% energy savings, and these options resulted in a 65% energy reduction in the home. Now the solar PV needs to only cover the remaining 35%. Renewable Energy Northwest has a solar solution for you. Call 208-577-6537 or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Solar Concepts of Idaho recommends another smart product, solar-powered attic fans. In warmer months, the temperature in your attic can reach over 165 degrees. That trapped heat builds up and forces your air conditioner to work harder, resulting in higher cooling costs. Solitube solar-powered attic fans pull out the heat, making it cheaper to cool your home. In the colder months, trapped moisture can lead to the growth of mold and fungus when the warm air in your home meets the cold air in your attic. Solitube solar-powered attic fans help pull this moisture out of your attic. Solar-powered attic fans from Solar Concepts of Idaho are safe, smart, and an inexpensive way to maximize efficiency and maintain a healthier home. Solar Concepts is Idaho's only premier Solitube products dealer. Visit them at 2053 East Fairview in Meridian or at solar-concepts.com. Again, that's solar-concepts.com. Let's go right to our phone lines and talk with Jeff in Nampa. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Joe. Love your show. Hey, you were talking about um, getting stuck in your garage and yeah. you all open it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I worked for the utility company for 41 years, and the other problem you have is people coming home and can't get their door open, and they don't have a house key on their key ring for their <laughs> car. Isn't that interesting? And, yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I ran into that too. <laughs> yeah, and so it's it's um 
I got a, a house key on both my car key rings. And, um, yeah, you'd be surprised how many people that happen. And then they got to sit outside and wait or go someplace else. But um, I've always been a fan, too, there. of those those uh, those height of key things that look like a rock or something that you can, you know, hide out in the garden or the flower bed or something that has a, you know, an emergency key in it so that you can get into yeah. your house. Because, sure enough, you, you left it at work or you locked it in the car. What's even worse is you lock it in the car accidentally in the driveway. You're standing yeah. outside your house. You do have a house key, but it's in the car. <laughs> yeah. And then so, you, anyways, yeah. that's just another one of those things that uh, people should do. It's, I was surprised how many times that happened that we're working in a neighborhood, changing a transformer, and people come home. And then they have to sit in their car till we're done. Well, and the and the other solution for that, I know uh, I've got one of these. I've got one of those uh, remote keypads on the on the side of the garage jam. You can just flip open mm-hmm. the little lid and punch in your code, and it opens the garage door. It's it's no real different than the transmitter that you keep in your car or that you use to program the car or something. Except that yeah, this okay. one, you, it's not just a button push. You do have to punch in a code. And right, uh, I got that, but, but you still yeah. have to have electricity in your house. For that right. <laughs> right. Well, I, I guess now they're selling a lot of garage door openers with battery backup too. Th- there I'm is. That that, that, there, that's a code now for some places. That is very true. Yes. Uh, that came out actually almost like uh, 10 years ago. They started doing that with that, that, that battery backup. Uh, Ryobi has a system like that, that uh, it, it's not much different than the battery that goes in your cordless tools. You, you stick it in there. And I always thought, you know, that would be kind of neat if they made it a way that it was actually your battery charger that you could keep a battery in there. <laughs> but then when yeah. you need it, you could take it out and use it in your tools. And I, I they probably don't do that because nobody would ever put it back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah. that, you know, you bring up an interesting thing. I think that the hardware industry, the manufacturers, uh, all these inventors and stuff, they have come up with a solution to every single problem that we can probably get ourselves into. Uh, it's just yeah. we don't often choose to have that in, in our homes. Yeah, it's it's like that last consideration when it comes to money. You know, do I really need that? You know, how often am I going to use it? So Yeah, oh, I'm anyway. never going to do that until you do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So thanks, Jeff. Anyways, all right. Well, um, you have a good um, weekend and thanks for your show. Yeah. Thanks for being there and thanks for calling in. It's good to hear from you. 208 336 3700 is how you can join us on the show. 208 336 3700. Whenever you get into starting to try to seal up drafts and uh, and leaky things around your house, uh, that, that that's called air infiltration uh, as part of a new construction process and depending which jurisdiction your home is uh, under for whichever building department city county state whatever um, there may be some different air infiltration codes that were in place at the moment in time that your home was built uh, some some had this some didn't have it uh, for anybody that's not built a home in recent years that uh, has paid or not paid attention to this, an air infiltration package usually happens in the construction process when uh, if you were standing inside this home, all the walls are up, they're framed, but they haven't had all of the uh, finished materials. All the sheetrock hasn't been installed yet. All the electrical's been done. All of the plumbing has been done. Uh, the heating is done, the HVAC and everything. And now the insulation process 
is ready to begin. Well, that doesn't start with just sticking fiberglass insulation bats in the wall or putting the netting up and filling it with the, the blow-in insulation. Uh, an air infiltration package usually starts with running a bead of sealant around the bottom plate of the wall. That's that bottom two by four that's sitting on the floor system. That joint is sealed. Everywhere a electrical wire comes into an electrical box, that is sealed. Uh, that's, that's there hopefully to eliminate those drafts that you remember you used to get those out of the outlets and you'd have to put those foam pads on them to try to seal that up. Uh, well, that can be done at the time of construction if we seal up those boxes uh, uh, where the wires come into them and any of the holes are. Also, even where the wires run through the walls from stud bay to stud bay to stud bay to stud bay and then maybe down into the crawl space or up into the next story or into the ceiling. Uh, if all those holes are sealed also, or at least the important ones on where they, they go to a uh, an unheated area, uh, that reduces uh, air passage from one side to the other in that. So uh, those types of, of caulkings and sealants at that time are wonderful because they, they can be installed. They're out of sight. They're out of mind. They'll be there forever doing their job and uh, trying to, again, treat the worst first. They're trying to what you do with any type of weather stripping or caulking or sealant, you always want to try to do it to the outermost point. You never want it to come all the way to the inside and try to address it. And the, the illustration that I'd use for that is let's take a window in your house. Here's this window on the outside of your house. You've got this, uh, this decorative trim that goes around the perimeter of the window on the inside of the house. You've got some trim that goes around the window and comes up to the sheetrock. Well, if you started feeling a little draft, like you run, put your hand on the side of that trim and you feel a little bit of cool air coming in between the trim and the sheetrock, yeah, you could caulk that, uh, that trim to the sheetrock and try to stop that. But it would be better if you could do that outside. If you could stop that air infiltration by caulking the trim to the siding and the trim to the window and sealing it up that way because what you feel coming out of that gap around the trim on the inside may also be going to other places. It could be coming out down at the floor level, around the baseboard, around the outside of the floor. It could be leaking through one of those outlet boxes or something, you know, who knows where. So we always want to try to treat stuff from the outside in rather than the inside out as much as we can. Uh, just remember that any of the caulking or the sealant type products that you use, uh, if it's anywhere where it's going to be painted, make sure it's not a silicone product uh, because you'll never be able to paint over that and you'll you'll make a mess from, from there forward. And usually a little bit goes a long way. Most people end up with uh, more caulking from their, their, their caulking gun and tube, you know, on their fingers, on their shirts or pants, on the rags, then they end up in the, uh, in the joint that's there. So... Uh, cut those tips off nice and small so you can inject it into the gaps and uh, you can always come back and put more over the top of it rather than putting too much on to begin with and then having to wipe it all off. So, But uh, money spent on things like that, uh, that, that, that's a good move because that'll pay you back for a very, very long time. All right, stay tuned for the news. When we come back, I'll tell you again how to win a set of Crescent uh, Wiss brand aviation snips here on the Home Fix Show. That'll be coming up just minutes after we come back on the air after the news right here on News Talk KBOI. I'm Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show. Thanks for being with us. 
We'll talk with you more soon after the news. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Ah, those days of unpredictability. Um, unpredictability. You never know what's going to be happening when you wake up on some of these mornings as far as, you know, it's going to be cold out, warm out, raining, wet, sunny, cloudy, dry, who knows. So you probably have a project list that's all made up for mentally, if nothing else, just you know, things you can get done around your home or on your home or maybe at uh, your parents' house or maybe you're going to go over to the kids' house and help them work on something today. Uh, that's kind of the way sometimes weekends are, and that's why we are here. This is the Home Fix Show where I do my best to help answer questions you might have or at least talk about things that are either seasonal or have come come up during the week that I think you might be interested in. You can always participate by grabbing your phone and punching in 208-336-3700. This is one of those programs where we do not have any guests in the studio, so you can ask questions about anything, uh, any topic goes. Don't think that you have to talk about the things that I'm talking about. It can be anything. 208-336-3700 or joe at joeprin.com if you want to send an email, 208-336-3700, gets the party started. So, uh, yeah, call in and let's talk about what you've got going on. Earlier in the show, I was telling you that uh, the folks from Crescent Wiss sent me uh, a bunch of these really nice aviation snips, tin snips, uh, compound cutters. They say they're called, even though some of those terms are not accurate. Uh, we, we call them tin snips or aviation snips. You heard in the eight o'clock hour where some of the history was there. Um, purpose of all this is I'm asking you to remember one of the fun facts of the, of the, what I'm saying here, uh, because you have a chance to win a set of these, uh, from us here on the show. And uh, of course, Crescent who provided these to us, uh, part of the apex tool group. Anyway, uh, what I'd like you to do is just find a postcard, uh, one of those ones that you never used, you know, you bought it and you never used it or recycle one of those old Christmas cards or birthday cards or, you know, sympathy cards or get well soon cards or something that you got laying in that shoe box that, uh, you know, every time you need one, you, you don't want to send that one. Well, use that up here. I, I don't care what it is, you know, happy 4th of July. It doesn't matter. Um, but what I want you to do is write down one of the fun facts that you hear in this and then send that to us because that's going to be your entry into winning a set of these for yourself. I will mail this out to our winner uh, in a couple of weeks here after we gather some of these up. We usually have to do this for two weeks, give people a chance to get them in the mailbox and have them arrive here. Uh, the address to send your entry to uh, with your fun facts, something you remember from this discussion is Fort is uh, I'm sorry start start over is the home fix show care of KBOI 1419 West Bannock Street Boise Idaho 83702 again that's the home fix show care of KBOI 1419 West Bannock Street Boise Idaho 83702 if you mail that to us uh, we will enter you into this drawing so here's some more information on these. Uh, these type, these aviation snips are typically colored 
uh, red, yellow, or green. Somewhere on the handles or on the tool, that color appears on there. And according to Popular Mechanics, this is not just for cosmetic reasons. Each one of these signifies a different direction that the snips are made to cut in. So if you've ever bought one of those kits or received one of those that you've got these three different tin snips, the red, yellow, and the green, and you know, you look at them and you know that there's a difference there. It's, it's a mechanical purpose to that, obviously. But in the case of this, like the right-hand snips, the snips that are designed to make a curved cut to the right, so as you're pushing this into the sheet metal and you're cutting, you're going to shoot off over to the right with the ones that are green. Uh, that's what they do. The red snips cut over to the left, and the yellow snips are for cutting straight and some gentle left and right cuts. Well, those with nautical experience will find these familiar, uh, these colors familiar to them because those folks, when they are at sea, red means port or left, while green means starboard or to the right. Uh, the different colors make it easy to distinguish between the three snips when searching them in your tool bag. Uh, you know that if you need to make a cut to the left, which way are you going to go? You're going to go with the uh, the red snips, right? And if you want to make a cut to the right, you're going to go with the green ones. Um, and you went straight, you're going to go for the yellow. So it just helps uh, helps you identify them a little bit better as you grab them uh, to even an untrained eye. Uh, when using any of these snips, the orientation of how you hold them in your hand is important. You will also notice that the grips on aviation snips, there's two little horns or bumps or uh, things that pop out of the sides of the handle. You'll notice that uh, when you hold the snips up or set the handles down on the table, one of those bumps is higher than the other one because that's the one that should be facing up. That's the one that your thumb pushes against and the one that's further down the handle, uh, that should be facing down and that fits between your index finger and the next one, whatever that one's called. Um, what is that one called? That's one I use for signaling when I do driving, right? It's that middle one. Yeah, thanks for showing me that. Yeah, okay, you're welcome. Uh, anyway, that's where that, that bump fits there. It fits between your driving finger and your index finger. Uh, so, so that, uh, yeah, uh, and that, that helps you push the tool into, uh, into the sheet metal firmly and snugly and also not uh, cut yourself to ribbons while you do it. So besides metal, these snips are also uh, commonly used by people in the vinyl siding trades. Uh, for cutting wire mesh and screen wire and things like that. Uh, and uh, one of the pro tips that came out of Popular Mechanics, it says, these make quick work out of that annoying plastic clamshell packaging that can be downright dangerous to try to open with a knife. So, uh, yeah, thanks, guys, at, uh, at the Apex Tool Group for sending us these things. And uh, send us in one of the fun facts that you heard there to the radio show and in a couple of weeks i will draw one of those actually tara will draw one of those cards and or letters or notes or however you get that to me i don't know write it on a piece of two by four and mail it if you want uh, one of the fun facts and uh, i will enter you into that drawing i need your name obviously i need your email address obviously so i can contact you if i can't get you by phone or something or your phone number uh one way or the other we'll get a hold of you somehow and uh then um then mail this to you. Uh, obviously, your return address will be on your entry, so I'll have the address of where I need to mail this to. Uh, 
Thanks. That's how we'll make that work. All right, when we come back, I don't know if you know what season this is. You know, some people say, well, we're in fall. We're in the start of winter. Oh, heck no. This is kitchen remodeling season. Let's talk about that when we come back with more of the Home Fix Show right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Garage doors are available now in many new and beautiful styles. They're becoming more and more important to the exterior theme and look of your home and one of the very few home improvement projects that provide an instant positive return on your investment. You've seen houses in your neighborhood that have received new garage doors and man, do they look good. Amazing wood grain looking finishes, windows and shadow details are all the thing right now. Call Garage Door Store Boise for help with your door. Of course, they still do repairs, but if it's time to replace your existing door with something a little more exciting, Call Garage Door Store Boise. They have 16 foot wide wood grain doors with windows starting at about $2,000 installed. Call Kevin at 208-514-2871 and have him bring by some samples for you to look over. 208-514-2871 or visit garagedoorstoreboise.com for special offers, a photo gallery and more information. It's amazing to look at the variety of hardwood floors you could have in your house. What, you thought that oak and maple were the only choices? There's more of a selection of species, widths, textures, and finishes now than there ever has been. And Integrity Hardwood Floors can help you get it done. Their years of experience has taught them what works and what doesn't. Integrity Hardwood Floors is a bonus certified craftsman with specialty tools and factory knowledge of application techniques and cleaning methods. Known for their complete and total customer satisfaction, Integrity Hardwood Floors can help you select your new floor and install it for you. Schedule a visit virtually or in person with Carl at Integrity Hardwood Floors. Learn what your choices are and which floor will be right for your lifestyle and your budget. Call 208-724-9445. Online at IntegrityHardwoodFloor.com. 208-724-9445. The convenience and cleaning power of a central vacuum system is able to be added into existing homes. Coltrane Central Vac specializes in providing you with a quality, neat, and well-placed central vac system in your home. Most installations can be done in one day. Imagine adding a retractable hose that stores out of sight, but yet within easy reach anytime you need it. No more lugging heavy vacuum cleaners up and down stairs. With Coltrane Central Vac systems, just take the lightweight cleaning tools you need with you. The power and the hoses are built into your house. Check out CultureVac.com to see their products in action, current specials, or to quickly order replacement bags, filters, or accessories. You know that a clean home is a healthy home, and Central Vacs have five times more power than portable vacuums. So change the way you clean. Start with a visit to Culturan Central Vac, 208-895-8900. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Culturan Central Vac, 208-895-8900. There is the zero res way to clean carpets, and then there's the way that most others do it. Zero res uses powered water, which does a better job breaking down dirt and grime to get carpets cleaner, all while not leaving behind a crunchy, sticky residue like detergent cleaners do. This means your carpets not only get cleaner, but they stay cleaner longer. Zero Res cleans upholstery, outdoor patio furniture, tile floors, wood floors, and more. They remove pet and food stains and can restore
restore damaged areas. Zero Res also cleans area rugs and stair runners, and Zero Res is a certified master rug cleaner, having been trained to clean the most delicate of antique rugs and textiles. For professional service, respect of your home and your schedule, book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call 208-383-1000. That's 208-383-1000 for ZeroRes. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Received an email here from Steve a little while back. Sorry, Steve, I didn't see this till just now. Uh, let's let's bite through the pieces of this here. It says, "Could you repeat the requirements for new construction in attics? R values. Uh, my year-old home only has 16 inches of insulation, which appears limited. Can you?" help to explain why the insulation in my new home does not meet the requirements. Uh, what building official is doing the inspection work and missed this? Okay, so let's look at this piece by piece. Uh, one year old, uh, that was prior to the code change adoption. Um, previously, the 2018 IECC uh, code, the code, that's C's code, uh, with Idaho specific amendments was adopted in Idaho on January 1st of this year, 2021. Uh, so there were a few changes, but I don't think this was one of them. Uh, we are in climate zone six, I believe. And uh, the requirement for ceilings or what you'd say your attic, this is a ceiling, insulation is an R49. Now, you're, I'm using the words R49. You're saying 16 inches. There are some types of insulation where perhaps 16 inches is getting you an R value, a resistance value of 49. So unless we know exactly what you have, you may have an R49 value. There may be some kind of thermal barrier in there. There may be a combination of a couple of different materials. So um, it, it's not really an apple to an orange. It's more of a apple to a bowling ball. It's, uh, they're, they're, that, they're round, they're insulation, you know, that, that's about the closest there. So, but, but I would say if it is blow in, loose fill, that white, fluffy, snowy attic insulation, and there's only 16 inches there, that, that, there could be a problem there um, because I believe it requires a lot more than that. I think it's more in the 18 or 20 inch, if not more, range to uh, achieve an R49. So the best thing to do here is you want to check with your local building department and say, what is the requirement here uh, for R value in my house? Then find out what kind of insulation you have and how many inches of that you need to achieve that R value. Now, let's say that you have less than that. Let's say that you only have uh, maybe an equivalent R value of, of 38 or something. Uh, was it because that's what the code was before this change, January 1st, and they did exactly what was required? Could be, could be. Um, are you in climate zone five compared to climate zone six or something? So 
there there could be some changes that that happen there. So we got to find that out on a on a more area specific case. Uh, why can I explain why the insulation in your home does not meet the new requirements? Well, there could be several different things. Uh, just absolute negligence, uh, lack of knowledge by the builder. Um, they went cheap. They took advantage of you. They they were stupid. Who knows? Uh, there, there could be a lot of reasons why that why that happened. That's one of those great mysteries. That's the things that home inspectors find. That's what uh, you know, too bad homeowners uh, can't know all this stuff and manage this through the building process to ensure that they're not only getting what they're they're paying for, but they're getting what is required of of the process, which leads right into your next thing. What building official is doing the inspection work? Well, that's the building inspector. Uh, depending on uh, how big the, the building department where you are is, this could be a subcontracted person. This could be an employee of the city or the county that does this. Uh, they are coming out. They're checking this. Did they check in one part of your house and it was fine and assume that that's that way over the entire the entire house? Uh, you know the way building is going and the lack of people on the other end to do these inspections. Unfortunately, there are things that get missed. But yes, that is a building inspector and that could be one that uh, specializes in the uh, the insulation package of the house. It could be the same one that did the footings and the foundation. Um, it, it sure wouldn't be the plumbing inspector or the electrical inspector. This would be more of the, the structural or the insulation inspector. So again, that question can be answered by your building department. Or you may even have some of those stickers still out somewhere near usually the electrical panel or uh, perhaps even there's a, a small tag that's been stapled up to the side of a truss. When you go up into your attic and pop open the hatch, there's probably a tag right up there that uh, somebody has signed off on to say, one, hey, I was here. I actually looked up here. Here's my signature. I'll put this tag up and I'll staple that up there. So you could probably get the name of the person who uh, who did that inspection and and let's just say have that discussion with them. Um, another question you have here, should all window frames be cocked tight and fully sealed at the edges on the sides of the uh, on the sides adjacent to the window trim or the siding? Uh, yes, I think they should. Um, as I redid my home and did some siding repairs and some window replacements, yes, as the window was installed, it was cocked in. There was the water shield or the watershed materials put on behind that. Siding went up. The siding was cocked to the frames. Then the trim goes up. I cock the trim to the window and the trim to the siding. That should be that way. However, it's not required. The only place that needs to be sealed is the window into the opening with the water shield and uh, the watershed materials and all that. The rest of that is totally optional. And if a painter or a siding contractor or a builder chooses not to go to that next step uh, as a way to save some money because you know think about this if you're for, for the average person that's out there and they're they're standing out in the street of this new neighborhood and they're looking at these two houses and let's say these houses are absolutely identical um, if one of them is five hundred dollars more just an absurd illustration here but it's five hundred dollars more and you're looking at these and you can't see any difference, you think, well, I'll just buy the other one. I'll save 500 bucks. 
Well, maybe that 500 bucks was because on this one, they actually caulked all of the trim to the siding. So there's not those little scooped out gaps that always get full of bugs and leaf cutter bees nesting in there and spiders and, and things. So they caulked the trim to the siding. And then they also caulked the, the, uh, the, the trim to the window frame, did a nice job, wiped it tight so they didn't get caulking all over the window and, you know, we masked it off, did a good job painting it and all that. So what it was, was it was a little extra effort that can be done that not many do on the new construction process because it doesn't add any value at the, uh, the time that that home is, is sold. Now, as a person building a house, if it's a custom built house, you can tell your builder, look, I want all of the trim sealed to the siding or sealed to the stucco or sealed to the brick or whatever. I want that all sealed. And I also want the trim sealed to the window frames. Okay, that's part of your specification. And then if they don't do it, yes, they should have done it because you are paying them to do that and they should have done it. So should it be done? Yes. Is it done as a matter of practice or code requirement? No. Okay, lastly, I had a home inspection done prior to my purchase and the inspector found uh, ample 25 plus items for attention by the builder prior to closing. Wouldn't you agree a home inspection is a great idea? Well, of course I would, yes. Uh, and perhaps, uh, and a must, uh, perhaps, uh, prior to closing on a brand new home. Yes, I, I very do much agree with that. Uh, too often we are putting our trust into certain things. We're in a hurry. We don't want anything to slow the process. We don't want the builder to be mad at us. It's a sign that we don't trust them. Uh, you know, is he going to be mad at me? And then if we do find stuff, he's not going to fix it. Um, you know, all the above's true. None of the above's true. I don't know which box you check there, but yes, I think that this is a good thing because we all can't be experts at this stuff. We can't be good at this stuff. At some point in our life, we've got to trust the professionals that we hire to do what they're supposed to. But that doesn't mean we can't also hire another professional to check up on it. How are you going to know all these things about everything? Are, do you know that you're supposed to check to make sure the toilet is cocked down to the vinyl floor or the hardwood or the tile? That's supposed to be done. What if the plumber didn't do that? Well, is the building inspector or is the uh, plumbing inspector going to catch that? Maybe not. Um, did your home inspector catch that later? Who knows? You know, th those are the things that maybe that's some of these 25 things on this list that are, that are found or an outlet that's installed upside down or a switch that doesn't turn anything on that you can find or something. Uh, you know, who knows what's going on? Yes, all that stuff can and probably should be done. But does somebody want to say, okay, Randy, home inspector, Boise, uh, I'm going to spend, you know, $325 to have you go out and do this inspection. And they say, now nah, it's probably good. He's a builder. They're going to do a fine job and everything. Well, things are a little harried right now, and who knows? Um, so is $325 worth it? On a $400,000 average price house, $325, if you can't afford the $325, you probably shouldn't be buying the $400,000 house. So yes, I think that's a good idea. And what do they find in there? I would ask you that question, Steve. Those items there whatever that cost of inspection, do you think that was worth it to identify those 25? What would those 25 items have cost you to fix them later? Probably a lot more than that home inspection. So yes, 
what you want to do is get your house inspected, you know, at least a month before your home initial warranty wears out, or even before you move in, before you close, get a pre-inspection done, have all of that stuff addressed ahead of time, or at least get it in writing, sent back to the uh, the builder and all that, and uh, and tell them, you know, I'd like this corrected, please respond with timeline and all of that. Here's documentation of these items. I expect them to be corrected or an explanation why you're not going to do it. And then we can proceed from there. And uh, yeah, that that's good, good due diligence. Um, think if you were having somebody actually build you a car, you know, people do that. They order them in with these seats or this sound package or these wheels and tires or this tow package. Don't you check all that stuff before you take delivery of that vehicle to make sure you got it? And you say, uh, I ordered a red one, not a, a white one. I, I ordered a red, you know, truck, not a white one. Uh, you know, you, you would do that. So if, if you know, I ordered R49 insulation in my attic, I, I got 38. That's, no, I want you to fix that. That's not acceptable. That's not what I ordered. So, yeah, I think a, a good inspection would be uh, well worth it. Well worth it. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Let's talk with... Dave in Boise about some house paint when we come back. More of the Home Fix Show coming up after this. All these commercials that you hear, these sponsors that bring us this program, very quality individuals. They've been a part of our life here on the Home Fix Show for many, many years, most of them many, if not decades. If you've got a chance to uh, support these guys, please do. They bring you the show each and every week, and we thank them greatly for that. We'll be back after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Isn't it great knowing that when you need a realtor, you could have Idaho's number one realtor working for you? That's right. If you make a call to Matt Bauscher, you'll be treated with respect and professionalism no matter the size of your transaction. You've heard Matt here on the Home Fix Show with me. You've heard callers that have become his clients. Matt and his team are on top of what's happening in Idaho minute by minute, neighborhood by neighborhood. Choose quality and professionalism. Choose Matt Bauscher for your realtor. Visit BauscherRealEstate.com or call Matt at 208-631-3870. That's 208-631-3870. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to the race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite football team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. It's painting season, and if you need a little help getting the job done, call the Painting Pro. Brian and his team are ready to help you to the finest exterior paint job your house has ever had. All the prep work. All the detail, all the attention to clean up and the proper materials all come shining through in a fresh new coat of paint from The Painting Pro. Styles change and perhaps your home is ready for some new colors. The Painting Pro will work with you to help you choose the best looking combinations for your house and your personal style. It's amazing what new paint can do for a house as well as for you and how you feel about it. Look around, styles and colors are changing and if you're ready, so is The Painting Pro. Let's get this done. Call 208-378-4825 or visit PaintingPro.net to learn about the best paint job your home could hope to have. 208-378-4825. That's 208-378-4825 or PaintingPro.net. 
Your home is your sanctuary, the one place you can always relax, decompress, and chill out. It's where everything should be perfect, including your air. Heating Equipment Company helps you achieve the perfect air you deserve with reliable, groundbreaking, award-winning Lennox products. Lennox Home Comfort Systems are built to last with the newest technology that keeps your air perfect and helps you feel more relaxed and energized. And Heating Equipment Company is offering up to $1,800 in rebates on a new Lennox system or make no payment for six months when you finance a new Linux system for as little as $132 a month on systems quoted during the rebate program dates. That's right, we're making it easier than ever to achieve perfect air in your home. To learn more, call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit us online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. For great products, big savings, and perfect air, think Heating Equipment Company, your local Linux dealer. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. Even though lawn care season is, you know, kind of coming to a close, you've probably done your final fall fertilization or your winterizer fertilizer, um, you know, the bugs and all that kind of stuff, they, their season isn't over. In fact, it's just starting. This is the this is the snuggle down, make the nest, and have bunches of babies inside your walls and crawl spaces kind of season. So maybe PestCom is who you need to come out and apply a barrier. You're not going to get rid of all of it, but you can control it. You can manage it, and you can direct it. So PestCom, that's what they do. They have the right materials, the training, the knowledge, the application science to apply the right thing at the right time in the right place. Uh, they do pest control as well as lawn care services, but this is the season for pest control. They break the breeding cycles, and that puts an end to infestations. If you say, I've been fighting this one bug for many years, uh, maybe it's because the breeding cycle is not being interrupted. You can take control of that by calling Pestcom and let them go to work for you. Tell them you listen to the Home Fix Show. You will get half price on your first treatment when you sign up with them. It's not a one and done, so you're going to have to do a couple of these things. Uh, get started right now, though, 208-495-5636. Tell them you listen to the show, 208-495-5636 for Pestcom. Because when you get everything fixed and working correctly, and the honey-do list has been completed, you can do whatever you want in peace and quiet. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. If only it was that easy, right? Hey, let's go to uh, Dave in Boise and talk about house paint. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Joe. Hi. Yeah, I, I've been uh, getting some bids for, for for painting my house, the exterior. Yeah. And I, I was wondering, who whose responsibility is it to determine if, if there's lead in the in the paint? Is it the homeowner or or, or the or the painting contractor? Wow, responsibility. That that's an interesting way of uh, uh, looking at that. I would say you are the homeowner; it's your property. You should know, regardless of what this painting contractor says or doesn't say, right? Because you are unbiased, independent, and uh, you should know that. So in one way, I would say, yes, Dave, you should be responsible for that prior going into the project. I applaud you for your awareness that there may even be lead paint. So I'm taking it that your home was built before 1978. 
Oh, yes. Long before then. Okay. And and that was the cutoff. If you go to epa.gov, you can get a brochure. You can download it. You can read it that talks about all the reasons why we do this and how to go about it and everything. There are some very simple lead paint testing kits that you can get at any paint store because that's the one your painter is going to use. And they're going to swab a couple of chips, and, and you need to make sure it's one of those original layers. Uh, you get down to that and peel it off, go on the backside and test it and everything. And it'll come up and tell you if there's lead or not. Um, and then you know, because now as you hire these painting contractors, number one, any of them that are, that are worth their weight in their business and, and professionalism, they should also do it too to verify and it would be interesting to see if they just do that as part of their practice and tell you that. Um, you don't have to be sneaky about it, but you just say, are you going to test for lead paint? And they go, ah, no, we don't need to worry about that. And say, well, I did, and yes, I have lead paint, so yes, I'm worried about it. <laughs> Thanks, and maybe I don't want you to paint my house. But um, I would say the ultimate responsibility lies with you because you live in the house. You own it. It's your responsibility because think of it this way. Even if you hired these guys and they came out and they scraped it or torched it all off and blew chips and dust all over the neighborhood and all of that, and the EPA comes by and all of a sudden these guys aren't in business anymore, you can't find them, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fall on you. You're the owner of the property. And uh, yeah, you knew, you knew about it. So yes, you should have done it. So I would say ultimate responsibility is yours. Now, do you just let the painter do it and you trust what they say? That's up to you also. This is a simple enough thing that you and I can do that, yes, I would think it would lie with us. Okay. Thank you very much, Joe. You've answered my question. Can I ask you one more, though? Sure. So let's say you did this and you had the, the painter and he says, you know, yeah, I've, uh, I, I know there's lead, but we work with that all the time. Um, one thing I would say too, is you need to check to make sure that they are current on their certifications, that they have received training for the EPA on how to handle and work on your home. Because again, you don't want them, uh, just going after it and contaminating it. So knowing it's there is one thing, but then knowing how to work with it is a second thing. And then the third thing is actually doing that is actually practicing those, those safe lead uh, requirements that the EPA puts out. So they're going to have to put plastic down on the ground and gather all those chips and haul them off so that they're not, you know, in your flower beds and in your gardens. And, and they're not going to be grinding out there, creating all this dust. They're going to be scraping the proper way with not using too much heat. And, uh, so there's safe practices that they would have to do. And all that information, Dave, if you want to learn about it, it, it is there at epa.gov. Just search lead. Uh, lead paint and then the lead uh, RRPs removal and replacement uh, requirements. And uh, it's really, it's not hard to read. And then you'll at least know if they're doing it the right way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Some of the contractors that have come out have, have told me exactly what, you know, what they do to, to, to treat that. Yes. It was interesting when that, those laws were first passed, uh, Brian Gimmel uh, and the painting pro team that you hear on the show, one of our sponsors here, it was many, many years ago when that, uh, when that law was first uh, put in place, Brian and I sat in one of the, the very first classrooms that was offered in, in the city of Boise. And we went through that training together. I did it as a remodeling contractor. He did it as a painter and had uh, part of his crew. Eve was there and Toby was there. And we all went through those classes together and that. And we thought, 
oh my God, this is going to kill the painting industry. There's, there's no way painters are going to be able to do all this and remain competitive because, you know, other painters are going to be out there not doing this. And we're saying, you know, how much does this add to a paint job on an older house? And we're thinking, gosh, we got to get these big fancy HEPA vacuums, you know, to, to vacuum all this stuff. We can't just brush it off into the, into the air anymore. And all the plastic and the tape and, and the, the masks that we have to wear and, all this stuff, it's going to add thousands of dollars. No, it didn't. <laughs> we were we were so worked up and afraid, you know, and ah, government stepping all over us and telling us how to live. And it turned out not to be that big of a deal. And so anybody that doesn't do it, um, I think they're just doing it out of ignorance rather than full knowledge of how to handle this because it, it is common practice now. In the very beginning, there were contractors saying, I'm just not going to work on a house that's older than 1978. And then it was like, oh, no, we're not going to be able to find anybody to work on old houses anymore. Well, again, it didn't. So, uh, yeah, just just make sure your painters are aware of it and they, uh, they know what they're doing. Right. Okay. Thanks, Joe. You I bet, appreciate Dave. the information. Yeah, thanks for the call. Appreciate you uh, joining us this morning with that. I'm sure that's helped some other folks out, too. Let's go ahead and take that uh, break that we need to do here, Tara, if we can. And if we come back, uh, barring any other phone calls, maybe we'll talk a little bit about some kitchen remodeling. It is kind of that season. People start thinking about holidays coming up. And you probably know that you're not going to get that kitchen remodeled before Thanksgiving, right? You probably know that. Um, let's define the difference between a makeover and a remodel again. And uh, also just kind of way the world is with this right now and what some of the things that you can plan on for it because this would be a great summer project for you because that's probably about how far out you're going to be. We'll talk more about that when we come back on The Home Fix Show. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Joe Prin here from the Home Fix Radio Show, and right now many of you are probably thinking about a bathroom remodeling project. You've seen things on TV and in the magazines and on social media, but what really are the best products for you? Well, I would suggest you talk to the professionals at Custom Bath Solutions in Meridian to help guide you through this process. At Custom Bath Showroom in Meridian, you'll see locally manufactured Best Bath and Custom Marble shower products that eliminate the need to scrub grout, clean, and seal like your tile showers. They build showers specifically for you and can remodel your entire bathroom. Custom Bath Solutions offers products that are easy to access for safety and have custom options like a river rock floor and tile inlays in the walls. Visit Custom Bath at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call them at 208-888-7561 to schedule a free in-home consultation. For bathroom remodeling, I recommend Custom Bath Solutions. Perhaps now more than ever, if you're looking to buy your next home, a visit with Terry Hefner and his team of mortgage professionals is critical. Market forces that used to change week to week are now changing hourly. You need information quick and it needs to be accurate. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage will work hard for you. Their goal is to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can. Terry is a native Idahoan and has been assisting clients for over 30 years. The Hefner Group also helps first-time homebuyers achieve their dreams of home ownership. There's a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your mortgage. Call 208 208- 
599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com 208-599-8500 Terry Hefner NMLS 95796 Company NMLS 3274 Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender When summer heats up your insulation goes to work to try to keep you cool The amount and type of insulation will determine how successful this is can your home benefit from added or replaced insulation? Could your garage be more useful if it was insulated? Perhaps. Find out by making a call to Go Green Insulation at 208-912-0028. Go Green will look over your insulated spaces and determine what is needed and where. An accurate and complete quote will be prepared and presented for you to review. And then you can discuss with the insulation experts at Go Green just how this will make your home feel as well as potential energy cost savings you may achieve. Go Green Insulation is fully up to speed with all the latest energy code requirements and suggestions, whether your home is 80 years old or just a decade or two. Before it gets too deep into the season, call Go Green Insulation at 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com. Hey, take a look at that backyard of yours or even the front yard. You probably took all kinds of pictures out there this summer with the kids, the new puppy, maybe your grandparents. Or, of course, dad being silly out there. Well, we know that the leaves are falling right now, so you might be thinking it's time to put away your John Deere mower for the winter. Well, not so fast, you mulch master, you clippings commander. Let's get that machine of yours into tip-top shape for a long winter's nap. No, no, seriously. Schedule an appointment and let the professionals at Campbell Tractor tune up, clean up, freshen up, and service up your pride and joy with the care that only a John Deere certified repair center and technician can give. Okay, fine. Perhaps there's a few of you out there that actually want to do all that yourself. Well, you can come in too and pick up your convenient maintenance kit or any parts that you need from the parts department. So run with us to Campbell Tractor 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa with stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, Ontario, and Burns. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Hey, this is the Home Fix show here on News Talk KBOI. No Bronco football game today, by the way. It is a bye week, so uh, no wins will be recorded this weekend, but also... No losses would be recorded this weekend either. So, uh, yeah, get rested up, guys, and come back, and let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the Broncos next week here on your home for the Broncos, News Talk KBOI. Let's talk about uh, planning a kitchen remodel also. So I I got involved in a, in a project this week, just a, kind of an idea and a dream project, and uh, this is a name you might remember from years ago. I, I talked, I called up and talked with my friend uh, Justin at uh, Western Idaho Cabinets. And I haven't talked to Justin in, gosh, I don't know how many years now. It's probably four or five years at least. And just, you know, how's it going? How's life? You know, how's the kids? How's everybody? You know, all this kind of stuff. And we get caught up like guys do in 20 seconds. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, I need some uh, need some cabinets. Uh, what are you guys looking like now? I said, what, what are you scheduling for? You know, I said, it's, it's probably into next year sometime. And after he got done laughing at me, <laughs> he said, uh, you know, he says, we're not even scheduling right now. There, there's no way that I can tell you 
that we will have your cabinets ready. Even if I told you August 10th of 2022, I, I, I can't do that. I, I, I just can't do that. He said, you know, we, we've got materials, some materials or some things we're having trouble with, some things we're not. We've got laborers, you know, we're running the factory, the, we're running the equipment as fast as we can. There's just so much going on requiring their products that that they just can't do that right now. So what does that do to you as a person who is, you know, finally saved up for maybe years to, uh, to, to start working on this kitchen remodeling project to start maybe working with a contractor or a, a cabinet person like Justin, or uh, even walking this thing into, you know, a, a design center at, at like, uh, you know, over at, Franklin Building Supply at their their cabinet supplier. Maybe you go talk to Sarah there, our friend from Second Chance, who's now working at their at their design center, and and you, you know help me design a kitchen and all that. You're probably going to be told that there's there's some supply problems on this stuff, and it's not because things are necessarily sitting in a container off the coast of who knows where, but just demand. There's just so many orders on an infrastructure that can't supply it because of all the construction, especially going on in the, the number one moved into state in the United States right now, <clears throat> Idaho. So you might just not be able to get in because of that. There may be materials in that. So, so those lead times, how, how do you plan for that? I don't know that you can. All you can plan for is that you can't plan for it. That, that's part of your plan is that do you just take things as you get them or are you going to do like uh, you, you heard you know, uh, uh, Jeff talking about here when he was here from Custom Bath? He was saying, we wait until we have everything that we need to do that project before we even start it. Because it may sound good on paper. It may sound good in conversation that your contractor says, you know, we're going to get going on this because we got enough to get started and we don't exactly know what day that the cabinets are going to get here. So there may be a little downtime, but, you know, as soon as it gets here, we'll get going on. You say, okay, that sounds great. I'm just anxious to get this thing started. Well, all of a sudden when it's time for cabinets and you find out that it's going to be another two months or an unknown amount, all that fun goes away. <laughs> this becomes this becomes stressful. This is this is reason to get a divorce. I mean, this this starts getting nasty. So um, that's why you're going to find that a lot of contractors they will not even commit to starting a project until they have all the stuff in place. And doesn't that tell you something too? If you're doing this yourself, that maybe what we should just be doing is kind of you know hunting and gathering for the for the next whatever period. Let's make sure that we've got all our flooring materials. Let's make sure that we've got all of our paint mixed up and ready to go. We've got all the cabinets, the light fixtures, the sink, the disposal, the, you know, the countertop uh, granite has already been purchased and it's just sitting at Ben's shop. It's not like that's going to go bad. I mean, it's been around for, you know, 8 million years. Another couple of weeks is not going to hurt it. Um, so you've got all this stuff before you even start. I think that's the the real lesson that we're going to take away from these, uh, these times that we're going through economically and pandemically and every other thing. Um, also, you know, we talked about this too last week, uh, the, the terms remodeling versus makeover. Uh, I've always drawn the line that when you start moving walls or you start, uh, you know, saying, well, the sink was over here on the West wall, we're going to put it over here on the South wall. Now, um, that that's more remodeling when you change the model the layout, when you change where things go in a more significant way, I think that's, that's more modeling, remodeling than makeovers. 
um, just just an attitude thing there. It, it's just something I got stuck in my head. But um, it, it is a new world of labor and availability and all that. And the way that you maybe went about a, a similar project or in a previous home or something five, even 10 years ago, it's all very much different now. Uh, everything has shifted and changed. And uh, the only thing that maybe hasn't is you. So you have to decide uh, how you're going to handle some of these things and uh, deciding who's in control of what and when. And you can try to force things to happen and it, it doesn't always work. It's kind of that analogy we say, it's like shoving a watermelon through a keyhole. It can be done, but you know what comes out the other side. So uh, is that the way you want your project to go and then to be? Um, the legal side of the business, I think you're going to find is a little bit different now too. And perhaps even the way payments are handled, that can get a little bit scary. So you want to be very aware of that. You think you're you're paying for something that you don't even know when you're going to get it. Well, if you don't pay it, then you're they're not even going to order it for you or start for it. Uh, so you you may lose control in some places, uh, but but there does have to be some some sort of a, an understanding or a trust factor at at some point. So only you can decide how comfortable you are with that. Contractors are getting pickier for who they work with also. Um, so, wow, what a fine dance you have to do there. You actually have to convince somebody to go to work for you. They should be glad to go to work for you. You're paying them. Uh, boy, the tables kind of turn in, in different people's favor then. And, and are customers getting pickier? Why? Yes, they are because they are running out of patience. They're tired of being told no. It's it's harder for the contractors to work with people. They're thinking, you know, I finally got what I want and now you're not giving me what I wanted. You said you would and now you're not or the prices went up and the market went up or down or whatever. So it, it's just tension. It's just tension. And I remodeling or building a new house or doing a makeover even, it, it used to contain enough tension of its own and it's even worse now. So Somebody told me once, they said, you know, I hear you talking about this stuff. Joe, I've heard this conversation before on your show. Makes me not want to do it. And I said, well, talk to me more about that. And they said, you know, I just, I just don't want to go through that right now. And I said, well, then don't. Nobody is saying that you have to remodel your kitchen this year. Maybe it would be better just to take a deep breath and do something else for a couple of years. See what shakes out. Is it going to cost more a year from now? Yeah, it might. But, you know... Maybe it's worth it. I don't know. Maybe it's worth it to hit the pause button. You hear about that now. If you don't need to buy a new car, don't buy a new car. If you don't need to buy a used car, don't buy a used car. You know, maybe this is true with this too. I don't know. We can talk more. What are you working on this weekend? Anything I can help with? 208-336-3700 is the number. We're going to take a quick break for the news, but come back with another half hour of Home Fix right after the news. Coming up here on News Talk. A-B-O-I. I'm Joe Prin. This is Home Fix. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin.
Hey, good morning to you as we wrap up another Home Fix program for this Saturday morning. Thanks for being with us. Uh, no Bronco football game today. It is a bye week, so we'll have that coverage for you next weekend here on KBOI. Thanks for being with us on the Home Fix show. Uh, this is your last chance. If you have questions you'd like to get answered before we dig into the weekend, maybe physically, that's, uh, I forgot, that's something I was going to do today. So I'm some bird planted some seed out in a flower bed and this little bush started showing up that we thought was all cute and nice and we'd see what it turned out to be. Well, now the thing's like 12 feet high and eight feet in diameter with 15 stalks. And it's something that when we looked it up, uh, my wife, Vicki, she looked it up and did a leaf search and it's like, nah, I don't think we want that out there. So. I think today's the day to make that go away. All that rainwater should have softened up the dirt. And so I think that's my project. A little little bit of Tylenol, a little bit of liquid man food in the form of a 16-ounce can and a sharp shovel, and that thing's going to be gone. So <laughs> we'll, uh, <clears throat> we'll see how that goes this afternoon. 208-336-3700 is... How you join us? Let's go to uh, William in Boise. Just called in just a second ago. Good morning, William. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Hey, uh, we're in the middle of a kitchen remodel, and one of um, one of the things that we did was have a wall um, moved um, to expand the kitchen, mm-hmm. and it we had this weird kind of large, largish uh, corridor coming out of the bedroom that the previous owners advertised as a small office, but it was really wasted space. So we had this wall move back and um, just a few feet. Yeah. And my question is um, about the, the, is it worth the, would it be worth the expense of adding sound um, proof insulation to this wall? It divides the kitchen and three bedrooms that also, um, serve as offices and also some music and tv and stuff like that yeah well personal opinion yes uh, you would have to answer this there's uh you only get one shot at this right while you've got that all stripped open and everything uh, now's now's the time to do that uh it'll never be easier to do than it is probably right now while you've got all these other things tore up uh you use the word soundproofing. I want you to stop doing that. I, what it is is it's more sound resistant. I don't think sound resistance. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like 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 uh, heat and cold resistance. Yeah, you're you're never going to actually make it soundproof. Uh, people yeah. people disappoint them when they think, you know, well, I put in the sound insulation, but I can still hear a little bit. You know what's going on. You you can only do what you can. Uh, in in things like condos or duplexes, the the shared wall between those two living spaces is actually separated. It's actually two separate walls, and there's an air gap between them, and or or at least the studs are offset on one wall compared to the other wall, so that the you know you know when you when you talk the the sound goes over there and it hits that that wall over there. And if it's a solid surface between sheetrock and the stud and sheetrock on the other side, the other side acts like a speaker and that sound comes out over there. 
it might be muffled and everything, but it comes out over there. So if you can break that, that's what, that's what like a, a double insulated glass window does. That's why it's so much quieter behind double insulated glass than it is single strength glass because the sound that's hitting that one side doesn't make it to the other side. So if you wanted to do the ultimate, you would frame up an entire new wall in front of that other one, but leave it off of it, you know, by a half of an inch and then insulate it and enclose it with sheetrock and everything so that all that noise doesn't vibrate on through to the other side. But, you know, in just a standard residential setting, yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. It, it used to almost be standard practice. Uh, I, I know in in more upscale homes of the days of the 60s and 70s and that, that even the bathrooms, all the walls of the bathroom were fully insulated uh, just for that, for sound, not only for insulation and comfort, but, but also for sound because, I don't know, people make some weird noises in bathrooms every now and then. You don't want to always hear that. So... <laughs> Uh, you can, you can do that. Yeah. So I, I would say if given the opportunity, I mean, that's not going to cost you that much there. There's actual sound deadening insulation, which is different than, you know, regular thermal insulation, but it's not that expensive. It's not that much different. Um, it'll be labeled as sound insulation. It, it, it's, it could be made out of some different things. Most of it's fiberglass today. Yeah. I saw some uh, mineral wool with this said no fiberglass, but um, yeah, and that yeah, that's, that's impo- the thing about the expense. I you know nothing's cheap in the remodel, but I thought it, the stuff looked kind of expensive. But you don't think so? Well, as opposed to what? You know, do yeah. you want do you want to say for the next yeah. twenty five years? You know, you wished you would have spent this hundred and fifty bucks. You know, then it seems cheap. You know, what's the difference between regular insulation and this insulation? And you say, okay, well, the difference is, you know, it's twice as much. Okay, well, how much is that? 50 bucks? You're going to wish you spent the extra $50 uh, or, or opposed to nothing? You know, I, if you're second guessing yourself, I think you're telling yourself you need to do this. What's the options when it's too late and the wall's already there? Well, the other option would be somebody could come in and they could drill holes in the wall and pump it full of insulation. It could be filled with foam. Uh, spray foam can be done. We've done that in basements where there's a little too much noise from upstairs coming down below or vice versa. The kids playing ping pong down there, you don't want to hear it so much upstairs. Uh, people will come in, they'll fill cavities with foam and do all of that. And uh, you talk about expensive, that, that's where it gets really pricey. It's always more expensive to do stuff like that after the fact. It's always more expensive to put in an extra outlet after the sheetrock's up rather than before. It's always more expensive to to do these things after because you usually have to undo something that was already done and then do it over again. So, you know, this is one of those things, if you can't decide on this for this week or you need to save up for another paycheck or something, I'd, I'd say just wait. It's not like your life's going to come to an end if you don't get the sheetrock up on that wall this weekend. Actually, we're waiting for the guy to show up this morning. Yeah. So if, if that's the case, uh, I think you better say bye-bye, Joe, and go get some sound insulation and stuff that in there before he gets there. Because you're 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 gonna it's gonna bug you forever after that if you don't do it. <laughs> okay, thanks. All right, you bet. Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks, William. Thanks for the call. Uh, phones. Let's see, Marsha Nampa. Good morning, Marsha. Hi, 
Joe. Hi. Uh, I have a roofing question. My my roof is about at least 20 years old. It's an old house, but uh, when I bought it, it had been totally refurbished. Nice. And so, so I assume the roof is about 20 years old. And it has three layers of asphalt up there. And uh, I noticed recently that you can see granules on the ground after a rain. Mm, okay. So, you know, does that mean it? it's what? <laughs> well... First of all, if it's got three layers up there, that's one more than the building codes allow. That should have never been allowed to happen. Oh, really? That is way too much weight, uh, what's called a dead load, sitting on your roof trusses and your system. Uh, So for no other reason than the fact that there's three layers on there is a perfectly good reason to get all of that off of there and get back down to the original decking and let's put one good layer on there. You're allowed to put a second layer on, but not three. Never, oh. ever. In fact, most shingle manufacturers will not warranty their product in any way, shape, or form on three layers because it adds to the acceleration and deterioration of their product. So perhaps why you're seeing a bunch of those granules and stuff down there is those shingles don't have a good base underneath them. Um, oh. Now, when you say you you know there's three layers, how do you know that? Okay, uh, somebody who was here the other day with a tall ladder got up there and looked and thought that it looked like three layers, that's all. So sometimes that can be mistaken because if you look at the edge of a roof line, there is often a starter course of shingles that is put down first. It's put down upside down or the tabs are cut off or something, and then the finished layer of shingles goes on top of that. It's because your shingles have those grooves cut in them, you know, or the edges sometimes, or they have the uh, that architectural look, and they, they want to make sure there's at least two layers everywhere. So there could be a starter course underneath what you have that's being misinterpreted as that third layer. Oh, so, so don't take everything that I say for sure. You know, that would take investigation further into the roof somewhere. But uh, the fact that you've got a lot of the granules popping up and showing up down below at the downspouts and everything, that can be several things. Um, has Have you been through in the last, I don't know how many years, any like big hailstorm or uh, any wind event or anything like that where a lot of people lost roofs and you saw them? All your neighbors getting roofs replaced all of a sudden? No. Okay. Because sometimes hail damage and stuff takes several years for it to show up all the way. And one of the telltale signs is all the granules fall off. There's also been shingle failures of certain manufacturers, certain even certain colors within a manufacturer's line. Uh, for a while, we had trouble with these black uh, shingles from one particular manufacturer where they were just failing left and right. Everything else they made was just fine. There was just something that went wrong in this process, and they replaced roofs all over the place. So I think if you're, if you're in doubt of anything, um, this is where it's not a bad idea to, to have, you know, a good roofer come out. You know, I've got the wonderful guy that's here on the show, Craig, with uh, CF Construction, and that's, uh, that's, that's what they do is roofing. That's all he does. And he would come out there and look at it, and if there was some sort of a trace back where he could say oh yeah you know this is this and that and that you may have some insurance protection that covers you know part of the cost of this thing 
So it, it's worth it because if he doesn't find anything wrong, he can at least tell you what it's going to cost to get a new roof. Or if he says, you know, that's a normal amount of those granules. That's not that odd for that to happen. So he said, you've got another six or eight years. You know, it's worth it for that. So I just invite him out there. He's not going to charge you anything for looking at it. Okay. Tell him that you listen to the show. We talked and all that, and he'll swing by there as soon as he can. And, um, uh, and 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 tell you what's what you know he's yeah okay well you know i was going to ask you also if the roof could simply be painted rather than replaced because i know there is such a thing as asphalt roof paint yes and i hate the color which is white okay and i would like to paint it a slate gray you know how many Uh, homes have you seen that done to never Maybe there's I mean, a reason. I don't know whether it's been done or not. Maybe there's a reason. <laughs> you you would see it. You would know. Um, something like that is going to show. Um, yes, there's things like that. There's also some life extension coatings that I've seen advertised where it's a kind of this milky, clear stuff that's that's put over the shingles to kind of glue everything together for a while i think that that is done sometimes more as a a bridge to you know get you by a few more years or something i don't think it's a long-term solution by any means and i also don't think it's a real good uh, you know a a real band-aid um i don't know it's kind of like painting your car over the rust you know if there's a if there's a problem going on, you know, it'll make it look good for a while, but, you know, how long? So if there is some deterioration of the shingle or there is some other reason that it's starting to fail, I don't know that this is a, a real good way to, to deal with that. Hmm. I've seen those products, but the, the thing I keep going back to is if it was so great, don't you think you'd see that going on a lot? And and for some reason we don't. Now, maybe it's just because it's new or something, but um, just... My, you want my opinion? No, no, no. Okay. I, I don't. I don't like it just because I don't. Well, no, that sounds bad, doesn't it? I don't like it because I don't know anything about it. That's that's really wrong for me to say that. I I uh, I don't like the idea because I don't know anything about it yet. Okay. All right. Well, um, I will call your guy Craig out to see what he has to say. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you, yeah, he'll be the first one to tell you you don't need a new roof. Or if you do, he'll tell you you do, and here's why. Or keep my number. Call me in three years or something. So uh, at okay. least you'll have some more information, and it won't cost you anything to find out. He's he's a great guy. You'll like him. Thank you very much. You bet. Thanks, Marcia. Thanks for your call. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. We like the look and feel of our new granite and solid surface countertops, but not many of us know the proper way to take care of them. Sometimes this can result in the need for a repair. When that happens, call the Stone Medics at Cutting Edge Kitchens. The Stone Medics can fix granite and solid surface countertops no matter when they were built or who installed them. The very talented craftspeople at the Stone Medics can fix cracks, chips, stains, and scuffs. They can reattach sinks and drill additional holes for your new faucet or accessory. If you're ready for new countertops and want to learn more about granite, large format tile, or other solid surface materials, Cutting Edge Kitchens is here to help. Cutting Edge Kitchens has led with innovation, artistry, and techniques in Idaho for many years. Is your kitchen next? 
Call Cutting Edge Kitchens and schedule an appointment. Or for repairs, ask for the Stone Medics. Same phone number, 208-344-3404. That's 208-344-3404. I have always appreciated the proper insurance coverage when I'm needed it, and I'm sure you have too, but now I think many of us have lost touch with our insurance and view it more as a formality. Brett Murphy with Boise River Insurance is local and independent, so he can work hard to find you what fits your needs the best. Homes have gone up significantly in value, and for some, at a rate that may have exceeded their coverage. Do you know for sure if you are covered? Do you even know who your agent is? If it's time for a face-to-face sit-down review, Brett Murphy is that kind of an agent. He will meet with you and answer all your questions. If you are new to this area and need to select your homeowner's coverage, talk to Brett and have him find you the best possible coverage and cost. Brett is available to talk to you regardless of who you get your insurance from. 208-949-2222 or email to brett at boiseriverinsurance.com. You don't need camo or a tent, but the season has started. It's woodworking season. That time of year where people head to the shop to get those winter projects started and finish the summer ones. And what would the start of woodworking season be without a high desert hardwood? You get to pick your project. Why not pick every board you bring home? High Desert Hardwood lets you select through the offerings of a huge list of quality hardwoods that will have your project looking good and lasting a very, very long time. Cutting boards and cabinets, furniture and shelving, toys and carvings, turnings and burnings, all with top quality wood from High Desert Hardwood. Take a look at HighDesertHardwood.com to review the current stock list. Open Monday through Saturday at 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle or call 208-939-9366. That's 208-939-9366 for High Desert Hardwood. I talk about how equipment and components in our homes can get stressed to the point of failure because we forgot to do one simple thing. One of those items is maintaining our dryers. Ah, the clothes dryer, just sitting there till laundry day waiting. Then boom, we run at full speed until it doesn't. Clogged dryer vents are not only a potential fire hazard, but the lint buildup in the vents makes your dryer work harder and can lead to expensive parts and repairs. The dryer vent wizard cleans dryer vents. They come to your house. They clean the vent from beginning to end, fix broken or damaged hoses and clamps, and they even go inside the dryer and clean out in there. Clean dryer, happy dryer. Laundry day is a success once again. Call Mike at Dryer Vent Wizard. Here's a special home fix listener phone number 208-340-1070 that's 208-340-1070 for dryer vent wizard or schedule online at idadryerguy.com hey guys everyone knows we know how to fix everything perfectly it's ingrained in our brains we know everything about tools electrical wiring Plumbing, housing codes, drywall, concrete, mm, granite flooring, solar panels, roofing, HVAC. Uh, just in case, you know, one of our buddies has a question, call Joe Prin now, 208-336-3700. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. We're hitting a little earlier in this uh, program about uh, kitchen remodeling and 
how the times have changed in the interaction with our contractors and our own patients level or our expectations are, are different now than they may have been on the last project that you did. And I would also say that selecting your contractor, if you're going to be doing that, if you're going to be picking a contractor, should be based more on you right now than it is based on them. Um, I think that now it is more important that uh, you choose a contractor that you think that you are going to be able to get along with, somebody that you think is going to be able to communicate with you, somebody that... uh, you think that you would like to have around your home more or to tell you honestly that there's a problem or a delay or maybe a great opportunity has popped up. Um, I think that's the kind of a person you want more than, uh, more than them. And when I say more than them is they may have won incredible awards and done fantastic work for other people and have this great reputation or this great price or something, that's all them and that's in the past. I think we want to make sure that we find somebody that can work with you today. Also, the fact that uh, what are you going to be doing yourself on this? This added time, this distance between things maybe may afford you the ability to do some more things yourself uh, or have some family help you out or Maybe a good opportunity for you to learn how to do. Maybe you do the painting. But again, you're going to have to communicate all that and have it as part of your plan. I'll be back with you next week here on News Talk KBOI. I'm Joe Prin. This has been Home Fix. Window coverings can change not only how a room feels, but also how it performs. Properly chosen coverings can keep rooms cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter, all while delivering the style and personality you want in your home. So how about this? How about an exclusive, no questions asked warranty, which covers anything that could happen to the window coverings, including damage from children and pets. Call today to set up an appointment with Budget Blinds. Yes, Budget Blinds. Quality does come with benefits. Call 208-375-1212 and Budget Blinds will bring their showroom to you. Or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise to schedule online. But here is the end result. You get quality window coverings at a great price with incredible service. And did I mention it? Full installation is included as part of the service. 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds. Or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise. I think we are finally starting to understand how important clean ductwork is to our respiratory health and to keep our homes cleaner. After a new home is built, a good duct cleaning is essential to take out all the construction dust and debris. Even after a remodeling project, that dust has got to go. And if you've not had your ducts cleaned recently or ever, you definitely need System Clean. System Clean has powerful trucks that pull an incredible amount of air through your ducts. Inside, scrubbing air snakes knock loose the dirt and send it on its way out to their trucks. Combine that with individual vent and return cleaning and sanitization and your ducts will be as clean as possible. Sound like something you need to get taken care of? Well, System Clean can help you out. Call System Clean at 208-884-3300 and schedule your appointment right now. 
System Clean, 208-884-3300, and ask for the Home Fix Show discount.